Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, Internet, to the Xbox Empire Podcast, part of the Play Some Video Games Network of Podcasts. I'm Elaine. Donnie's here. Party time. Party day. Is it? <laughs> Midweek party day, y'all. I don't know. Every day is a party day when you don't know what day it is, because that's where I'm at right now. If you had to tell people what day it was, what would you say? I, I mean, this doesn't feel like a party day. So a week doesn't no. feel like a party day. I don't know. It's <clears throat> This has been a week. Uh, for me as well it has been a ball of stress week you actually sound it in your voice yeah sound like you're just done you're just over it kind of (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's kind of how i feel you know what kids take everybody out lock the door (laughs) just lock the door on the internet i'm kind of there it has been a long week yeah (laughs) and it's it's the kind of long week where you're like oh yes tomorrow's friday and you're like crap (laughs) it's really not and that's a real bummer we got the all-star game this weekend you work all weekend? Yeah. Because of that? Yeah. Ooh, gross. I have to work this weekend, too, because I have a report that has to get written for a very uppity client. So that's been my life for the last couple weekends, which I don't work full time right now. So shifting hours around is not the end of the world. But it's very hard to. This is maybe telling of my age. So you're a little younger than me, but not much. I've gotten to the point where if someone interrupts my train of thought, I have to go back. back. I have to go back and reread the last three paragraphs I wrote to figure out what the hell I was doing. Like, it's getting bad. It's like when you go into the fridge and you you open it up and you're like, I don't I don't know why I'm here. I don't know. Mm. So my kids keep interrupting me to ask me for snacks, essentially. And then I have to reread the last three paragraphs I wrote and write, go, I was making a point. I think I was making a point. Maybe? I don't know. So that's... The same experience I've had with video games in the last couple weeks. So I started playing AC Valhalla again. Yeah. And I completely forgot what the hell I was doing. I didn't realize you like, had stopped, to be honest with you. I kind of like, I took a couple weeks away because I was so stressed with work that I didn't really want to play anything. Yeah. And it was long enough that I was just like, what, what the hell was I doing again? Mm-hmm. What was the point? So I've kind of lost the thread on the story at this point. So now I'm just like, well... Yes, I'm just going to pillage and murder because I don't remember what I'm supposed to do yeah, and I'm works. afraid to Google. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the fun of it, but I would like to actually finish the story before I hit the hundred and something hour mark on that game. Um, so I've been like poking at it again. I don't know. People keep tempting me to play Far Cry 5 again. Ooh. People keep tweeting. You talked about time. it last week. I yeah, I sat and thought about it, and then someone tweeted us today that was like uh, that, that he installed it because of you, and I'm like, oh no! It's a shame it's not enhanced. Five- I agree. Is like it, if they if they upres it, run- it, I would definitely go and play it. Does it have sixty frames? Does no, it run in sixty it's, frames? It's locked yeah. at thirty. That's that makes me upset. I realize that's a snobby thing to say. It's still I a will, great game. I did boot um, it up when I when I first got my Series X. I do think it plays smoother. I think you can find like it's noticeably yeah. smoother. It's like it's at 30, but it's always at 30. Um, I was just going to say, when they say locked at 30, they don't mean that. They mean capped at 30. Because right, exactly. that game took a 
jump on the frame rate more than a few times. In, yeah, in and it felt moments. like it feels now like it's capped, like it's locked at 30. Yeah. It's 30 all the time. That's I would good. love for them to go 4K60 yeah. on it. I would absolutely replay it. Me too. Yeah. I'm looking for a reason. Give me a reason. And, and, I don't know. Yubi is usually good at that. You'd think that they would do it. Um, they're probably well, wanting to resell it again. They went and made three games and released them all within six weeks of each other yeah. and then had to fix a bunch of things. I think they're patching Immortals either very soon or just recently did. They, yeah, they've um, been patching that thing since it released. So that, that released in a, in a state. Yeah, it was a little hot out, <laughs> hot out of the oven. More than the other two games, although Watch Dogs was pretty spicy when it was released, too. I think Assassin's Creed was probably the most stable thing they released last year. Mm. <laughs> and it wasn't great, but... It was better, so I don't know. So, have you given Far Cry Four any more time, or have no. you just been like, "Dude, I'm over it"? No, I, no, yeah, I just stopped. I, I haven't played much of anything on Xbox, to be honest with you. Um, I played a. I mean, I, I'm playing Persona Strikers. That's why. Ooh, because I'm just playing Persona Strikers uh, on Switch. So I'm not being a very good Xbox podcast host um, this week. It's okay. Me but neither am I. I'm playing freaking God of War. So I played Outriders. I don't like How Outriders. How do you feel? That's not a you game, though. That's like, why do you set yourself up for failure? Well, I mean, <laughs> I just I, I get excited about these things when I see other people excited, and I want to like I. Sure. To be honest with you, I wasn't planning on even talking about it because there's a lot of people in our network that are excited to play this game that they're enjoying. Sure, it. Sure. You should listen to them. You shouldn't listen to me. Don't listen to my opinion I mean, on co-op shared world looter shooters like i doesn't like those games the crappy opinion on that so like i got into it i played it i got some powers i shot some people moved around i was like eh turn it off i like this uh and i was trying to think of it i could have prepped and i'm just this is the state of my mind this week and today i played an i played another demo called like ghost runner or ghost theory or something like oh ghost runner ghost runner is uh like almost a roguelike like uh it's hard to say i i haven't played it i have friends who love that game i like I that game way that more than outriders way more than outrider i just played the demo <laughs> i was like this is awesome and and i posted um i think i posted a link to it or something and i think devin told me it was already out or something <laughs> i didn't even know yes that's out <laughs> i was out it's been out for a while uh no it's clue. been out for at least a few months I super a, fun i had a friend who obsessed over that thing yeah it's supposed to be great kind of what i want cyberpunk to be oh yeah well could have been anything else because i have like all <laughs> this blade runner neon lights and i can run yeah. walls and like jump down and sword people yep. through and i'm like yeah i can do it's this gotta, is it it's like katana zero-esque in its yeah. like structure yeah. right you're in hotline miami like yep. you're looking to solve the combat puzzle right it's yep. not a roguelike i take that back from before and then like if um, you get shot it just zaps you back and you just keep doing yes. it you just run it again so the thing I find compelling about games like this, that and the thing that makes them good is what I would call maybe the Celeste factor or the Meat Boy factor of it automatically bumping you back in. Yeah. Like there's no pause. There's no timeout. There's no reload. Boom. You're back in. If a game does that, it's challenging. I'll play the crap out of it. Like, let's go. It's you really know? pretty and it's neon. So I enjoyed the demo. I, I mean, I wouldn't I didn't I didn't enjoy it so much that I went and bought it. Right. But I'm also, I have no time to play anything right now. Like this Persona Strikers yes. is way more involved than I ever anticipated it being. Um, it's a Persona game. It is a Persona game. Yep. It's just a Persona mm-hmm. game. <laughs> it's it's so... a Persona game with a, and it's, it's sort of like instanced. Like I've, I've 
checked it out a little bit. I haven't really dealt because I started it and I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, that's a hundred hours of my life. No, no, not right now. Um, it doesn't have the same like Dynasty Warriors vibe. It has a Persona vibe with a different combat system, right? Like, yeah, and even me. like because like it's funny because Persona's turn based, but when you yes, use your Personas very. in battles, the battles freeze. So you can pick one. So it's still kind okay. of turn-based when you're not... Sm- yeah. So it's like you just smash X and then pick an attack. And then smash X a bunch and then pick another attack. So it feels more like an actual legit Persona game than it yeah. does a Warriors game at all. And it sucks that I'm, Xbox I'm gl- players don't have a chance to play it. It is kind of a bummer. I think... I'm kind of excited that they did that. And now that makes me more bummed that more people won't have access to it. But at the same, by the same token, if you are just an Xbox player, it's a continuation of the Persona 5 story. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not playing. Like, you have to have played that game first. Or if you have any intention of ever playing it, this will spoil it. So, and the twist in that game is really good. I'm not going to spoil it, obviously. But, I mean, look, why aren't all the Persona games on everything? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm playing that like, on my Switch. You know? And um, in between that, I started playing... Saints Row remastered, like the re-release remastered version. The third, yeah, or the fourth game. I think it's the third. Third is my favorite. Just third is my favorite by far and away. I just want to blow some stuff up and not pay much attention to anything, <sighs> whatnot. Oh baby, that's it. Yeah, I uh, I have been playing as oh, so I've I'm on a Nordic. I remain on a Viking kick. I'm always on a Viking kick. <laughs> that's just that's my mood forever. You now. are that's a Viking. 2020, 2020. <laughs> I'm a Viking. Um, no, I'm not. I'm a baby about the cold. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm pretending to be a Viking through video games because I'm a baby about the cold. <laughs> so I dipped back into Valhalla on the Xbox, but I'm playing, replaying God of War on the PS5, I guess it is now. I, I mentioned this last week. So I've basically just been sitting in my basement screaming, boy, for mm-hmm. no, just over and over. And my husband's like, are you okay down there? I'm like, yeah, this game is still really good. <laughs> oh, this game still runs super well. So both bad xbox hosts this week i haven't played my playstation 5 at all did you bought it in like (sighs) at least two weeks i feel like at least if it checks out it just sits there i haven't turned it on it just will say this as someone who bought mine at launch you bought yours later the xbox at launch is pretty stable from a systems perspective like i don't it didn't crash on me i didn't have too many problems ps5 was a hot mess seems to have stabilized in their firmware updates i've had 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 no issues on that front and i'm glad they fixed that so if anybody was wondering if we'd hate the playstation i do not and i'm glad it's stable i'm looking forward to buying a memory stick when they i thought it was interesting so they announced that they're gonna do the memory expansion this summer when they put out a patch that increases the fan because it's getting too hot and everybody like kind of let that one go everybody was like oh that's awesome i was like is it (laughs) <laughs> they're gonna turn the fans up is that a good thing i think i was already pretty loud <laughs> i hope it, that's it, what i'm saying like i knows. hope i haven't really heard mine at all to be honest with you i just hope that oh, that's, I, well, that's you. I hope that i don't start to hear it is the point i'm really you probably to will i, I will like, say that xbox is quiet as hell i don't even know that thing is on i could forget to turn it off if it wasn't for the glowing light on the front like i could totally forget that it was even on 99 percent of the time and i put leds in mine so I don't blows know what to do with I was going to tease you, but I bought a strip of LEDs for my garage. Yeah. Inside yeah, my did. garage. 
like my my workout space um they're light react they're sound reactive so i'm just as big of an idiot as you so i i love it the it's a it's sad that they didn't release the series x with leds like an led option yeah. inside of it that grill it begs just, for it it's so good actually it would be cool if it synced to your like whatever background you picked yeah. Like yeah, your, your dash color, because they have those like preset color. dash colors. Just give me like neon pink and let that thing glow, bro. I want to do that. Yeah, I, I wanted but, to play know. Dirt and I wanted to play Wreckfest and like I want to play a lot of things, but I decided to play a Persona game and then, you know. Lost yourself in it? <laughs> kind of. I mean, it's like I'm having fun. It's chill, you know, so yeah. I'm enjoying it. But at the same time, it took like four days for me to get through the dungeon. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, yo, oh, welcome to the Persona experience. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I was like, like. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know like, if I, I'm not surprised. Can you podcast <laughs> and play Persona games? Like, that's difficult because it's like, what else am I going to play? I just got to play this indefinitely. Yeah, no, that's. And I've had this problem like way back when I played Persona 3 and 4. I was on, I had a podcast then, and it's impossible because I was always like, so I'm talking to this fox still. Stay with me. Yeah. And he has a bib. She has a bib, and she sells me the drugs. Like, <laughs> people heard the same bit for like eight <laughs> weeks. They're like, Elaine. I'm like, look, the fox Play is still anything. there. It's still I, look, I promise. I'm sorry. I, I do feel like a pet host. It's just, it's been a rough week. I had a rough week. happens. And uh, yeah. So I'll play something. Do what makes you happy point. when you have rough times. Yeah, and we'll it, get to it. Like, well, there's news Persona, to talk about. We got fun questions. Isn't it? In that regard, Persona is a really good fit for me because it is. I can sit here on this couch and smash this button and not think about it and enjoy these, you know, cute teenagers running around doing shenanigans with each other. Like, that's I'm totally fine with that. And when you talk about video games as escapism, which I don't often because I I like there's a separation of church and state in my head for escapism. Like, I try to not use video games for that space but when you talk about it like that's persona is the exact kind of game that's perfect for escapism yeah because it completely transports you and sucks you all the way into the world and i kind of feel the same way about assassin's creed valhalla sit in the dark turn on my leds and sink in yeah. and i'm just there Did i'm just a viking now for hours posting of persona with my leds and all the lights yeah yeah that's from switch yeah. Amazing, that's incredible right? right i was just like that's all i it's, did for like a couple it's days. wild while but a little art style will do you know yeah i will say this revisiting valhalla after reading uh neil gaiman's um norse mythology it's way better like the, i really am all in i feel the same way about god of war like if you want like the viking experience primer viking god norse god primer that book is a really good way to sort of sink into those worlds and like get it a little more. That's good. So if you care, if you care about that well, sort of I thing, mean, I do. People have got time because we're not getting, it's <laughs> not that we don't have games to play. It's just, we don't have a lot of bunch of new games coming out for True. like what seems like a bit. So you've got some time. That was a great time to replay some old stuff um, or something that you missed. Thinking kids. Things like that. Or just earn more villages for 100 that, more hours. Yeah, you just do that again. Yeah. Coach, coach, uh, coach Mo finally got to the bear and berserker moment, which oh, that's a great quest line, right? It is, and that was like I remember the first time I played it, all I was thinking about was Mo. I was like, man, Mo's gonna love this, and yeah, so I was happy to see him get there today. See, that game keeps bringing people joy. It's one of my favorite games so far mm -hmm. of this launch of these systems. All right, well, we're boring video game wise, so let's talk about the news, which actually isn't that exciting this week, but we got things. Yeah. We got a couple things. Let's talk about the Halo. Um, I guess we get another update on what Halo Infinite is doing. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> um, they shared some images. Mm -hmm. They claim 
of the world running on PC. I'm always very skeptical of like the early like images from games saying I'm always like I don't care until you show me it in gameplay because I've been I've been duped enough times by nonsense. That's fair, and video games definitely have a history of that. But considering that this game uh, was recently delayed but was going to release and all that like i, I wouldn't call it early i think this is pretty much set You're right it's pretty locked You're in right at this i point. mean i don't they have an idea of what the world is i think it's just my own cynicism i'm just like very fair still i don't this this game is not real to me because it's been delayed sure and we have no date yeah so it's just like it exists in the ether unlike cyberpunk um, which was very real and then very real <laughs> broke all of our hearts so it's like argue- you can have either one of these ways <laughs> Both ways are bad, Donnie. It's bad both ways. Like, Cyberpunk was too real. <laughs> Remember how amazing too- Watch Dogs 2 yeah. looked at E3? And then they released it. <laughs> I, love- I love that game. So, but Cyberpunk and I have a different experience with. Um, they also showed a day-night cycle. I love yeah. me a day-night cycle. I am a sure. sucker for show me this thing as the sun passes down over the horizon. Gets me every time. So for all the cynicism I have about early images, show me day-night. I'm excited. You're all like in. Like a child. What about a good weather sure. cycle? At, yo, show me the snow starting Yeah, starting like a good season, <sighs> a good season montage. Life Some is Strange always did. gets me that stuff, man. And The Last of Us did a good job of yeah. some of that stuff, too. Yeah. Like, it knows, because it divided everything into seasons, mm-hmm. so it really sold that well. Also, I love a good rain-coated surface. Of course. Video games Slick, 101. Wet. Let's make it rain. Make it shiny. <laughs> Not dollar bills. We don't do that here. Literally, Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion the game is just game rain. Was... <laughs> I wonder if they patched that thing to be a it's little like bit less raining inside buildings in that damn game. <laughs> kind of felt almost like greasy. Like yeah. Slicked down with Vaseline. It's like, impossible. Whoa. It's Im- It's unbelievable. This is not how light works. <laughs> you, you turn the slider to Barbie world. I, and... I, I'm, I'm oh, a little God. bit. I, so one, I think the images that they showed were great. Yes, I, I don't disagree. They look But great. I also thought that the game looked great when they showed it the first time. So, like, I'm a little, like, I don't even know if I trust my own opinion anymore because I thought it looked great when we were watching on stream and only to watch the internet collectively melt down about how terrible it looked. And I was like, that looks better than most games that I play. <laughs> I feel like there is no winning in video games. Well, there's no winning. It's like collective gamer games. cynicism and, like, it's just kind of yes. Twitter doesn't add to that very well. But I thought the 4K images looked great. I hope. I mean, I imagine yes. when they say running on PC, like unless they're running it on a 3080, which they shouldn't have. I would hope that their PCs um, are at least somewhat spec to like the hardware we currently have. It didn't say it was running on a PC that an end user will have. They just said a computer was running it. Like yeah. they could be running it on their beefy servers. That's this is where my cynicism does start uh, to play. Yeah, I'm like, what, what do you mean? Be specific. I mean, I'm you know s- what I mean. I still so. think it's represent. I think it's representative of the game that we saw and the game that we will see. I think it'll look very, very good. It's fair. Um, I, I thought this quote was particularly interesting. Uh, quote: "It's the most open and adventure-filled Halo game ever." Okay. Yeah. It's the Halo game we could only dream about making twenty years ago. Okay. Explained Joseph Staten. You won't spend time hunting and skinning animals to make better gear for Master Chief. It's not a Far Cry game. That's fine. I don't want a Far Cry game. It's funny because when we first saw it, the first demo, that's exactly what I thought it was. Now I get oh. the, the the crafting and the gear. Like, you can throw that shot, but I actually do think it's a Far Cry game. I think there will be 
a world littered with outposts that you will go and liberate. And then when you liberate them, you will find access to dive into the world or caves or, or facilities or something and do story missions. But so far from what I've seen of the gameplay, and I mean, this is a lot to extrapolate from, you know, a demo. I agree. But <laughs> from what I saw Stretching. from the demo, when I saw the demo for the first time, literally I could pull the clip on our Twitch channel. You could go watch it of me saying it's Halo Far Cry. That's exactly that was exactly what I thought it was going to be. That's interesting. I think that when I invoke the term Far Cry to describe a video game, it has to have the gear crafting element. To and that's it. fair. Like, because because every game has an outpost now, right? Like, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I think. You know what I mean? Like, I think yes, Far Cry kind of did start that concept, but actually, you could argue that Assassin's Creed was really the first one sure. to do that for Ubisoft. Um, but it I might do, be I feel the like you need first that person layered... perspective that made me think that most. It was a first person, like that's fair kind of shooter <laughs> where you're running around. You just come across these camps that you can take on, but yeah. like you have the freedom to not do that if you want. You have the freedom to go find things. Yeah. Like to me, that's basically what I associate with the Far Cry series. It's just like that freedom, just kind of go and do whatever you want, and kind of let the world find you as opposed to, you know, that's fair. Yeah. If they do that. I'm curious to see how they shoehorn it into a world in which this character is always given a very explicit direction. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I am, I we're making a leap. I, I'm probably most intrigued by exactly that. Like I want to know more about how does a single player experience unfold to you? Because like I get everything else. Like I, I've seen shooters before. I know enemies, like I get that. <laughs> Right. It's more like, how is this organized and delivered to the player? And then, like, what does multiplayer do that? Can you just co-op? Is multiplayer just a completely separate thing? Is it completely different? You know, because like Destiny has like a hub world like that, too. But it is just a hub world. It's like an overworld. That's know? what I that's in my head what this ends up being, though. Yeah. Like instanced be. areas that are open, not a whole open world. That's what I had in my head because then they, you have like they, I felt multiplayer like, events that are happening or missions yeah, that you can go to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that very well could be. I felt like that was less of a leap, right? So because Halo was a corridor shooter, largely. Sure. Um, it's, it's history. It would be such a huge leap to make it like a complete open world experience, like a seamless open world that I guess I saw in my head something like instanced like Destiny where it's like you go to an area and then you can have a little Something bit more uh, movement and interaction. Yeah. I kind of feel like that might fit better with his task-based mission structure. But I don't know. I guess like I would love to know any information about this video game that's supposed to be out this year. Yep. It's starting to get to the point of like frustrating. That's what the demo. Not, and that's what all the subsequent stuff that came out after the demo. I mean, that's all the things that we haven't learned about it. We haven't learned any of that about the game at all. You're talking about how exciting it is to make the game you wanted to make 20 years ago, right? But like, tell us what want the player to know about this experience just even if it's the breadcrumb bullets because what that says to me the fact that they're not it says like we don't know yet or we haven't figured it all out yet, think, and that doesn't feel good i think the plan was to do that until the plan got hijacked and i think they're, just, they're yeah. waiting they're waiting until the summer so they can start beating the drum yeah. for that i just wish they would give us something now to give us an and idea you know the, the flights aren't gonna it. like when we start doing the test flighting they're not going to do any no. like story stuff for that. It's all going to be strictly multiplayer. So you're not going to know about it anyway. Either this way. is this is this fits with my whole like just tell me what the video game is and then launch it quickly thing. Yeah. Like I just want to know. You know the the long draw is fun, but like just at least tell me what I'm doing in this Halo game. Sure. <laughs> you know, sure. especially if you're going to change it by that much. Um. Apparently, we're going to get some more updates. They're doing these monthly. 
right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. Month. So March, it sounds like will be the audio team update. Um, yeah. And then April is going to be interviews with the, the PC team. I think, I feel like now is the time to let us in on what the campaign is going to do though, dude, we're going to wait all the way till June. Yeah, we are. <sighs> I knew, I mean, Damn. that's been my expectation the whole time. They're not going to start. To, I don't even know if they'll start talking about it in June. They may not start talking to about August or something. If the game is launching in November, they're going to wait a couple of months. They're going to wait for a few months out from release, and then they're going to kick off the the marketing cycle. It's it's I get I get it right, but boy, is it frustrating from a like you're it's talking about changing. It's frustrating because we thought we were supposed to have it already. It's on the box, and so they should know the structure of this game by now. Yeah, right? they do. And it's, so like, I'm not worried about it. Oh. It's done. I know that. Like, I'm pretty certain it's done. Um, I don't know that I'm buying that. I feel like we would have at least a little bit of a trickle, especially like given that they would like to keep some semblance of hype going because this thing like disappeared. Yeah. It went zero dark 30. And and to be honest with you, I think that was the right move. They replaced the, the, uh, you know, the lead writer and, and, and all that stuff. And having something go from we're launching it next month to we're now launching it next year, then you need to go dark on it. Don't you don't need people setting un yes. unattainable expectations like you need to set very reasonable expectations i think that's what they're trying to do once you start doing inside dev blogs every month it's time to start giving some well the details. stuff that we got now was to be honest with you it's all throwaway stuff like we got some 4K yeah, screenshots we got i did have a Audio. gif a gif of the night and day cycle which i retweeted which is awesome it's great. You know, like but I don't like, really care about the audio. Now, it's not that I don't care about it. It's just I'm sure it'll be great. It's Halo. It's gonna be fun. They spent billion dollars on making the game. It'll be great audio. I'm certain of it. So you know, uh, I don't need a deep my... dive on the audio. But what they're right, doing, that's... they're buying time. That's all they're doing. They're just. Buying I agree. Time. But here, here's my thing. The people who are watching these blogs and reading this, uh, you keep telling us it's the game you want to make 20 years ago. Give us the bullet points of the. Yeah, give yeah. us the experience. Just give us, paint us a word picture. You fired the lead writer. Yeah, people are concerned about that. Well, they G- removed. Them... They moved him. Right? They, they reassigned yeah, they, I don't... him. Fired is a strong word, but <laughs> yeah. What do you even do? They put him in the basement, like Milton from Office Space. My but like my opinion hasn't <laughs> changed on Halo at all. I'm still glad that I was able to find Halo Four before this. I'm excited to play it. Like I want to play Halo. <laughs> That's the best thing. I'm not over the moon. It's not my most anticipated game of the year. I think Same. I- if all right, let's assume that the indie games that I'm tracking are coming out this year. So Tunic, okay. The Ascent, um, The Artful Escape, 12 Minutes. Is Kenna count in there? Kenna, yeah. Definitely. PlayStation. Yeah, that's indie, right? That's PlayStation. I know Assuming they gave a date, but let's just assume that everything. those games are coming out on top of Far Cry, Resident Evil, Mario Golf. Boys. You know, oh God. Halo is like 10 oh on my anticipated games yeah. of the year list. It's 10th. So I'm not like, so- I need more Halo, put it in my veins. I am more like, I can't wait to play it whenever it comes. Like whenever it eventually gets here, <laughs> I'm totally down to play it. Agree. And it's coming to Game Pass, and that's rad, and I'm going to play it. I think that it would serve themselves at this point with how this whole cycle has gone to maybe build this hype a little less slowly. Uh, I get you. Just, just tell people what you want. You know what I mean? I still think Give we're too far. I think we're too far away. Details. We're just too far they, away from They know right the now. structure of this game. If if you think it's done, they know the structure. Tell people what it's going to be. Nah, tell why? people it's not going to be your traditional or Halo. They'll tell just forget it by the time it comes out. Because there's a Hold it. 
not the people who are reading blogs. Yeah, Most people I'd still aren't forgetting hold it. anything. I still hold it. You want Halo's launch to be an event because here's yeah. the thing: as uh, you know, I just said it's not at the top of my list. I think of all the games, sure. the one that could maybe rise the highest is Halo. At the moment that they start showing me story, awesome open world shooty things that I want to do, then it starts to climb the list. Then it's all like, oh, all right, let's play some Halo. I'm excited. Let's do this. You know, but if it's Destiny, I, I want to If know. it's legit Destiny, and they're like, you can go over here and kill three people, and then you can go over here and three people, then it might fall. It might go the opposite way and start going down Fair. the list. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that's what it's going to be. I would stake money on it going that far, but not all the way to open world. Yeah, I really I do want think that. I don't open think they world. Have I want to go be Master Chief. I want to strap in. I want the HUD on the helmet. I know. And I just want to walk all over this open world and uncover all these secrets and learn all this lore and shoot all these people. I'm going to quote my favorite line from a podcast by a human being ever. And it was by Shane Bettenhausen back when One Up Yours was a podcast. And he said, it's nice to want things. Right. <laughs> and I think you it's hear nice me, I just, to want I things. I basically just described Far Cry. It's all I did was, as I'm sitting there thinking, or, I was about to or, say, or, I want Master Chief the, Ram- the Rambo game. And then in my head, I was like, that's just Far Cry. <laughs> I want Breath of the Wild is what you really want because hmm. you don't want gear crafting, right? It's like still you a want without breakable weapons. Yeah, but like what I mean is the world structure, like the, the, but don't think you're going to get it. Like, I think they're going to go halfway there. Cool vehicles. And Cause stuff. I think if it was, I think if it was going to be that, they would have told us that. Right. Ghosts, blow up some stuff. I like blowing stuff um, up. I, I would, dude, let's blow stuff up yeah. with rocket launchers. Yeah. I'm, I would be contented with another corridor based Halo game. Cause I like them. That's what I come to Halo for. I'm willing to go with them on this journey mm-hmm. because I, you know, or, I like new things. I like I'm, the I'm trying to be open floatier physics. Yes. Jumping platforms, <laughs> hopping back and forth, you know, throwing stuff in midair, switching weapons. I like that's the kind of stuff that I it's just a, it feels like a different kind of shooter. That's what I'm really feels like Robocop. Kind of. Yeah. feel like Robocop. A spacey shooter vibe. That's really what I'm there for Halo. It's got like the I've got compression in my boots feeling. Yeah. You know, you you half launch. You have that float. Yeah, you feel like a superhero. I it's a power it. trip. Yeah, it's totally RoboCop. You feel like a dude inside of a cool ass suit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's cool. Um, I really like playing Halo in single player capacity. I would love a really good campaign and a horde mode. That's all I really want. <laughs> Just give me that. I'm not going to get what I want. Chat either, says we should be playing Cyberpunk and Halo right now, and he says now Halo will go up against Zelda. Yikes. That's. I feel like, dude, they better hope Breath of the Wild two doesn't drop this year. <laughs> Even if it did, I feel like people really like Halo. Just buy both. Those the are people a buy that both. really like Halo are absolutely going to play Halo. But yeah. like the Halo launching on its own this November, as opposed to launching next November with a new Zelda game, totally different worlds. Like you, you don't. Oh, want, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Yeah, it's a little unfortunate. Yeah. Let's just say this. Halo has to come out this year. Oh, no, no. Straight Halo's definitely coming it. out this year. No, Halo's Wait, I'm not coming saying, out this year. I'm not saying that because I think it... Even if it's on fire, no, it's coming out this year. Yes, it has to. They have to launch it this <laughs> can't year. Can't hold it any There's longer. no choice. No, no. it's got to go. Can't go a full another... No, 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 no. Has to. Um, might be a fire show. We'll find I out. I hope I get into one of the test flights. I really want to. I'd love to go hands on and see it. It looks. I I still stand by it. I don't care what the internet tells me. I think I thought it looked pretty the first time. I think it still looks pretty. I can't wait to play it. 
The art style, I feel like I'm about, into you. Yeah, I don't hate the art style. My feeling about it is as long as it was in motion, I liked it. As soon as it slowed down, I was like, mm. Who plays it slow? Get I mean, in there. Like get some. Wreck like it. Stuff. You know, blow stuff like up. looking at... You don't have to tell me to blow stuff up twice, okay? Like there, my husband's usually like, "Whoa, slow down with the blowing stuff up." But uh, no, they're uh, the art lead. He had mentioned that they take a lot of their inspiration from the Pacific Northwest, but then all these mm-hmm. facilities have like these spacey hexagon things that are coming out of the ground, and that's what we saw yeah. in that original demo, and that's what it is. So apparently, there'll be some subterranean things. You'll start diving into the facilities and towers and things as well. Okay. I'm here for it. More, yeah, I'm here for more vertical Halo. Yeah, Halo has always been like very flat corridor Halo, and I like that, right? But give me more campaign verticality, not just in multiplayer. Definitely here for that. Let's do that. Have a party. I hope it's good. Uh, look, I'm excited to play. I want Halo to be good. Yeah, I hope it's good. I want it to be good. I'm just being insane. So, all right, let's talk about some other things. If we have two other notes, Epic Games, yeah, has purchased. Mediatonic, who are the creators of Fall Guys, which is probably the pandemic's biggest freaking smash hit that is in Fortnite. Um, well, Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> cheating. <laughs> that's you can't go up against the Nook, man. All right, Ugh. he's got a mafia of raccoons. On, I still can't believe it. I used to, I used to, uh, I used to incite Nintendo fans everywhere. I used to call an Animal Crossing a B franchise. Oh, you're a fool. What is wrong with you? Why are you need to tell everybody, ah, it's a B franchise. It's like Yoshi. <laughs> you, you, you spent your career poking the bear and then a pandemic oh, happened I, at I the just same time as eat. Animal Crossing. And then you ate I just had crap to eat all the months. crow. Just all of it. I was like, well, months. that was an opinion that was just wrong. <laughs> so if we take, yeah, see, Donnie will admit when he's wrong. If we take Animal Crossing and Fortnite away, the next big pandemic Fall game guys. was Fall Guys. And the sum, the amount of money paid for this has not been disclosed. Yeah. Um, no. I'm I'm very excited. If this I'm excited because of why you're excited. If this leads to cross progression, single account unification, cross play on everything, let's I go. think that is oh. like the bottom that is the lowest of fruit. Like I agree, but I want that would get me to play more Fall Guys as a start. Then give me cool stuff and integration with other franchises. Now and we're then talking. give me season passes that are more robust than yeah. the season pass that exists now. There is one crap. Give me those things. It's exactly what I said yeah. the last time we talked about. I want Fall Guys to be Fortnite. I want them to have crazy events. Sure. I want them to have crossovers with other intellectual property. I want it. I want all of it. I've it's so sad that so many of like their special costumes have either been hidden behind you know, like pay to unlock crown. Like I can't just buy them wins. You know, it's like, just let me buy the Batman yes. costume. I just want to give you money. Fall guys. You're stopping <laughs> for giving you money. <laughs> I think with epics, uh, structure, they already have in place. The question is, can they do some of these changes? Let's say they're in, they're in progress before it launches this summer. That I don't know with it being Epic. I want to say probably, but I don't know. Uh, I do think that this is a, a, a good get for Epic. They've done a very good job at targeting these types of games. They now have Fortnite, they have Rocket League, and now they have Fall Guys. Like they are building yeah. quite the little, you know, collection of these types of live service evergreen games, which is what so many in the video games business has been striving to get. And Epic seems to own some of the best versions of those. You know, like they're a destiny right. away from being like the one stop shop for all these things. Um, uh, and they don't care about that. <laughs> they no, don't, I know. They're like, whatever, we have the three big, you know, or at least the one big one. Um, 
So I, I looked at this kind news of fascinating, super positive. This is exactly what I hope for. Now my hope is, do they do it? Like, is the it like they didn't say that that's what they want to do? So I'm I'm a little hesitant to make that leap yet. I don't see why they wouldn't, but who knows? Maybe they just don't want to. I don't know. Or Epic just purchased them outright and isn't going to give them resources. They're still a small studio. So if Epic is not, if they're not able to leverage Epic's resources, then it's still like, a pipe dream either way. That doesn't sound like Epic. Oh, no, it at doesn't. All. Doesn't. It I might be a Fall a Guys new- 2 situation. We might need to, you know, something else to that come down the road. Say. Oh, I'm sorry. But I, what I hope is, no, you're good. What I, what I hope is. They can't make it happen in time for summer to give you what you want, all of what you want. At least give me cross progression, like a single account and cross play, and like maybe a little bit more of a loosey goosey store that doesn't require me to just win crowns to buy stuff. And then leverage fall into Fall Guys 2 or like the new season or whatever you want to call it for more. I'm okay with waiting if you. Give me the low-hanging fruit. I first. would love to hear them. Another thing that I was searching for that I didn't find is I would love to hear them say free to play. Fall Guys needs to go free yes. to play. And it sounds oh, yes. like the plan is this summer for them to launch ports of this game at cost. And I was hoping that maybe Epic Anybody? and their giant bank account might be like, yeah, no, we're not doing this anymore. You know, because I think it would make more sense if it was free to play. And they don't have to I worry agree. about I Game don't... Pass or anything like that. Then it'll become a big event when it does launch. It'll be a big deal. I agree. If they said free to play and this came out on Switch for free, my yeah. kids would probably be back in easily. Like right, like my son's point the last time we discussed Fall Guys was like, man, it's kind of over, right? And I think you need to make a splash. And I think free to play is their way to yeah, be like, not look, if all you of your friends on Switch start playing again. We saw this happen with Fortnite. We've seen it happen a few times. We saw it happen with Rocket League. Even when a game came out a year and a half ago on a better system, when it hit Switch, it got new life. <laughs> like, what do you think is going to happen next week when Apex finally drops? Do you think you're not going to hear right. about Apex on Twitter all day? We're going to hear about Apex on Twitter all day long. He might. We're going to hear a lot of people frustrated that it's not one single account, though. That's a yeah. mistake. Yeah, That is a big mistake. And I think that when you're going to do that, like the reason it works for Fortnite is they unified the accounts. Um, yeah, and it just works. That. I feel like also, like, if someone's not going to dump money into your game on multiple platforms, just not going to do it. So if you want player counts across platforms, you want people to start spending big money if I'm a unified account or they're just not going to do it. That's why people do it in Fortnite. So this might become a Rocket League thing where they launch the game and then like maybe a year from now they kind of relaunch it. They're like, it's not free. Yes. It's free to play now. And we're doing this and it's cross play and you have an account. And, you know, like that might be a thing that just we have to wait a little bit on. I suspect that. I think that as a, for a small studio to spin all that stuff up in short order is just not going to happen. It didn't happen yeah. with Rocket League either. They need resources, and that's people and time. I won't. I mean, this does, this news, Epic now owning them does make me have a little bit more faith in buying the game again. I buy it again now. Uh, but I'm really undecided about, like, I, I have it on a console, so I guess Switch. That's where I'm right? at. Like, I'm then I have on it on Switch. Because I know my kids are going to play it. I'll get on. They're going to play it on Switch. Me too. So. Same. I think I can get my kids to play it again, like with me, and we could party up. So I love a physical cart. Yeah, I don't I just think we're gonna get one of those, but I love a cartridge. I love this little game. Limited Run might do it. I really love this little. It's game. It's an adorable game. Yeah, I'd love a this little. Game, I just want more Fall Guy amiibo. Games. Yeah, they're so cute. Oh, dude, they're like little minions. They're like little, you know, like they're those cutest little things. I'm just, I'm just floating this Epic Games and Mediatonic. I need. The Game Pass Gnome 
be a costume in this game. Green hat. That'd get me to buy the Xbox version. Well, Whisper Game Pass, it's only on the Xbox version. We'll both buy all your versions. I hope hope they do right by it. Because this, (laughs) with the support, Fall Guys could be huge. I agree. Because its competitiveness is so not Fortnite. Like, it's competitive, but in a duck, duck, goose kind of way. Like, nobody cares. You know, it's not Fortnite. My son's throwing his controller because somebody sniped him from back. You know, like you don't care about that in Fall Guys. Who cares? You know, it's too cute and it's too loosey goosey and physics based to care anyway. You can just lose because you get unlucky and but you're just like, eh, I guess I'll go again. There's nothing to lose there. Like Fortnite is skill based enough that it becomes a competitive sport. Yeah, at the higher levels, you just may not be good enough. But in Fall Guys, like, I never feel like that in Fall Guys. Like, sometimes it's it's more fun just to die funnily than it is to even try to win. We love love that, especially, like, right at the end where you get, like, like, it's funny. When they have those spinners and you just happen to jump and then it launches you just off into the distance somewhere. There have been so many times I've tried to pull off a move that would slingshot me to the front, ultimately to die on the way. But, like, it was worth trying because it was hilarious. They, they know too because they call those little hammers yeetus they call them big yeetuses and that that cracks me up because every time we get my kids and i will don't do that every time i'm going for it and my yeah. kids are like, don't do it, mom i'm going for I it i always mom. go for it i always and go, I go for it and i go and my son just goes yeet every time yeah <laughs> so my kid- kids are like why did you do that you lost i'm like because it was fun you're missing the point is absolutely i was like one day i'm gonna pull this off and i'm gonna get slingshot through this gap into first place and that is going to be so worth it and it's going to be that moment from friends where uh, rachel finally finishes the crossword puzzle and there's no one there to hug her like, somebody hug me oh <laughs> this is why we have the clip feature because we don't have any people in our life who give a crap and we need to share it on twitter to show you guys i'm excited yeah i uh, look i'm gonna buy it on switch and i hope that this means i hope this means big things for this little game because i yeah, want to see too. the little oh i wonder how much they paid devolver they have to get a Devolver, check for this, right? Because Devolver published it. They they get... I don't know how those deals work. Because one of the I, things I, that I didn't explicitly see, like I now, I presume, and I think the entire internet does, so I don't necessarily... I don't want to give off the impression that I think it's not the case, because I do think it's the case. But there was no like explicit, you know, like Epic is now publishing or, or now owns Fall Guys the IP outright or anything like that. There was nothing like that. It was very much like they've published the developer who made Fall Guys. You know, uh, They bought Tonic. Right, and I was so wondering, I was like, be- I wonder what that means for Devolver. Like, they must, I think they probably just get a check. Like, here's a here's a check, thanks. Or Devolver will still publish this version of the game on Switch and Xbox, and then future stuff will evolve past Fall Guys that. 2. They probably just left, yeah, they probably just left the publishing deal in place. It's already... I don't done. like the fall. I don't like the idea of a sequel as much as. I mean, I guess you could. You could just Great. keep doing it, but I, 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 I want the platform that just continues to grow. Great. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think that I think it's probably cheaper for them to just let Devolver deal with the Switch and Xbox situation as it stands. But I, like I said, I don't know the. the Doesn't details. Epic do They've their own publishing? Tight- do they publish on other platforms though? Oh, only on PC. I'm not. They're, I'm not an I epic diehard. I wouldn't know. You'd have. That's Kevin's territory. I just buy Fortnite skins. Also, yeah. I actually haven't 
owns Fortnite outright, so that's an interesting. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I'm curious to see if you boot this game up on Switch if, if the Epic Games logo is on there. Mm-hmm. Probably. I bet it will be. I hope so. For sure. All right, we have one more story. This is according to The Verge. Yep. Um, we usually have pretty good sources, but we'll see. Xbox game streaming app for Windows 10, which is being tested internally, um, can now stream Project X Cloud games at 1080p. It was 720. Yep. Um, previously. It was one of the things the Stadia folks used to always lob stones at XCloud for is because it didn't have the same quality, which is a fair Stadia thing to bring up. Fair. So they're bumping. So internally, it sounds like it's it's bumping to 1080p from 720p. Currently, yep. if you're using it, it is 720p on your Android device. I mean, if they intend for this to be the way they deliver XCloud to like a TV app mm-hmm. in the future, it needs to run to 1080p. Oh, and it'll it, run. It'll like, run better than that at some point. Like we always knew this was sure. going to be the case. Um, we have a question that I'll go ahead and bring up now. <clears throat> so this came from Bmox. And he writes, given the resistance to cloud gaming so far by the majority of the gaming community, now most gamers seemingly have no problems with consoles next to or under their TVs, how will Microsoft succeed in getting people to use xCloud as a standalone service? He puts, quote, Game Pass is not an acceptable answer, Donnie. I don't, I think, unfortunately, I think that is the answer. If that's the that's so that's what and that's what Stadia tried to do with the pro like the games you get every month for being a subscriber. Amazon's doing the same thing with Luna. It's the same pitch. The thing is, they didn't have the library, and all Game Pass is not perfect. It's a hell of a library for ten bucks a month. It's getting better. Whatever, it is getting better rapidly. And there's some things cycling in and out um, soon, but. I know that that seems like a cop-out, but the thing is, you don't get one without the other. You're paying for Game Pass and getting streaming. You're not paying for streaming, then adding games. It's a it's different. I brought this up yeah. on, a, on a lot of Stadia shows when we were doing the Stadia show, and I feel like it's um, Game Pass is the Trojan horse. See, the issue with Stadia and Luna at its very nature out of the gate, and the reason that I was always pushing... The thing I always wanted Stadia to be was like an a la carte service. Every game, one subscription, play everything from the cloud. Netflix. You don't yes. buy things from Netflix and then also stream them and get a subscription. Like that's That doesn't make any sense. Great. And I get in the world of video games, they're so expensive and stuff like economically, you can't do that. Well, then your business model doesn't work because to the customer... We have 20 years of conditioning that says if I'm paying you to stream something, I'm giving you a fee to have limited access to a large portion of content, all of it. That's what I'm doing. It's renting. I'm renting access. That's all streaming is. The So I always thought that they were pushing the rock uphill. They're always just pushing it like it was an uphill battle from the get-go. The problem with Game Pass is it's the opposite of that. What they're doing is they're rolling the ball downhill they already have people that like playing video games they already have them playing them and they're like hey you can play on your phone and you're like oh i don't want to do that anyway but every time they're like you can play on your phone hey hey did you you know you could play on your phone you can try it out one day I'm, i'm like here and i'm like when do I ever want to play one of these games on my phone? I mean, yeah, I guess I could be traveling. It's an option, but like I'm, I, I'm here with a console in my house, right? Or right. A PC. Um, want grow that service? The push is like 
look at this subscription service that's kind of Netflix light. Look at this library you get for 15 bucks a month that you can play on your phone. Well, the Trojan horse part of it is that eventually one day you will try it. And you don't have to be won over on your first time. So that's the other part of Stadia is oh. that that launch was so important. They lost so many people on day one. It was bad. So the problem it was bad. I've tried the service. The benefit <laughs> yeah. with 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 Game Pass and XCloud is that you could try it one day and maybe you did try it and it wasn't that great. You still have it and you still have access to it. So yeah. maybe you try it next year and next year and maybe a game comes out or maybe you're traveling or maybe they increase it from 1080p to 4K and you'll keep trying it. And eventually you will just accept I can play games this way. It doesn't mean that you will. I've always kind of the I think the analogy, the perfect analogy for cloud gaming is like the indie analogy. Digital only games. When digital only games sure. came out, people oh. God, no. I want a disc. I want to go to the store. You're not taking, you pry these games from my cold, dead hands. And it took like 10 years. It took years. a long time. Yeah, it years. They had to keep doing both and both. And it had to just kind of be something that you just eased into. And eventually they will ease into cloud gaming. Now they can't, the, the benefit that they have versus the other ones is that it's not cloud only. You don't have to jump all in the deep end. You can dip a toe. Oh, the water's not too bad. And you roll your feet around. Maybe one day you'll get in, but you don't have to. And that's the benefit that Microsoft has um, is that they don't have, you don't, they don't yes. have to be successful right now today. They can be successful 10 years from now. Hey, I think that like, Cloud gaming is a big ask for anybody right now today. Nobody is really like itching to have this be a thing. And it's largely because we still are wrangling our heads around data caps across yep. multiple ISPs. Mm -hmm. We still have those problems and those problems aren't just magically going to get solved because more subscribers are on xCloud. They need to solve, like the world needs to evolve a little first. So trying to force like cloud gaming is the only way that someone's going to play video games is asinine having it sneak in under the under the trojan horse inside the trojan horse of game pass or services people already use then seeing them pull it out and use it more and more and more as time goes on and things change smart actually i don't think microsoft in any rush well, force cloud gaming down throats he adds Not this I, I pulled this in this wasn't a part of his question but he goes most people know the state of play regarding stadium luna in recent months and i'm just coming to the conclusion that unless microsoft come out and say that series x is their last console cloud gaming will never truly be a thing people will always want that tangible thing to look at you only have to look at this discord everyone loves buying tech and gadget games it would never not be a thing um i disagree i think i think you're right but I think you're looking at a very small sample size. Um, we yeah. are from that generation that likes their consoles that came up that way. We're conditioned that way. And we have buying power now. Kids younger than us, not even kids, but adults that are younger than us, they didn't necessarily come from that. Like my my son, he loved Stadia and he loved the idea that it was just a controller. And like he understood streaming. I pay stream. I get games. That business model is a little weird, right? Like, I don't get all the games. Like, that was one. But I think people that are younger than us, as they get older, they will start to adopt more of that. Like, the streaming idea is a thing to them. Like, that minimal have access to is a thing. I also don't think it's – I don't think Xbox needs to kill the console to empower the cloud. There are people that will just never have their console. This is actually – 
to beat a, a dead horse. This is one of the reasons why you take something like Bethesda and you make them exclusive. Because sure. there might be people, and it's not even me, there are a lot of people out there that never want to own an Xbox. They just, they've dug a line in the sand. But with the right game that they want to play, they will at least plug in and try yes. to play it. They will try to think, play it. And you can convert them. You can, in, leading into this launch, so many people were like, I don't need an Xbox, I have a PC. That very well could transition to two or three years from now. I don't need an Xbox. I can play it on my phone or tablet. That's fine. The other thing to remember is like North America, we have consoles in our house. We have space for in living rooms for them. There are lots of different places in the world where handhelds are king because there is no living room space. Japan's a really good example of that. Mm -hmm. There are not a ton of people with a ton of consoles in Japan. Handhelds are king in Japan. Mobile is huge in Japan. If, if There are places where people lean handheld. Microsoft's never going to le release a handheld. They're not going to try to come up against Nintendo. But leveraging phones that already exist in those places to really interesting way to get their console or their games into people's hands. I think like when we look at it from like North America, you know, US, Canada, UK, there is a different like realm to look at. Well, I think taking like your even, even your analogy, but keeping it here, how many parents give their kids an old tablet or an old phone? And I, how, all, I used to do it all. How many times now in, in this modern era are a kid's first video game experience on a mobile device because of that? It's a mobile app. Absolutely. And the reason that we've always I done can. the Angry Birds and the things like that is because we didn't have access to really cool games on those things. Via the power of the cloud, you now do. I have already hooked up Jack's, uh, I've already put the app on Jack's Chromebook. Like, hey, plug in your controller. You can play your Xbox from here. He thinks that's the coolest thing in the world. It's a buggy app My kids because of Chromebook. That. But like when it releases in browser and works, he might play on his Chromebook more than he does on his Xbox. And he has an Xbox. It's just that's what he does. Right. He plays on his phone. He plays Fortnite on his phone or yeah. a Switch, you know. My son, my son, would when they were in school before everything changed, like he, lots of his friends only played Fortnite on mobile yeah. before it was obviously yanked off the screen and everything. But like, that's just what they always had access to. So they when they come out have the, they're, and they're like, "Hey, don't have an Xbox? You can play Halo on your phone." That's a big kids, it's deal. Not us. Yeah, we're not going to yeah, do that. <laughs> but there's a lot of people out there that will. And they're younger than us. And we have to remember that while we have buying power now in 10 years, we will still have buying power, but so will an entire new generation of kids who grew up playing video games differently. And I think it's it's hard when you're like, oh, but this is the way I've done things for 30 years to think about it. It will evolve. It's going to change. Um, will you, we never have a console? No. If you look into, have there are studies on this too. If you look into like millennial spending habits and how much they're willing. I mean, we're talking about the Uber generation. We're talking about the DoorDash generation. Like it's, it's not a thing for them to have an Uber ass or an Uber eats subscription or an Uber pass or things like that. Like that's what they're used to. So a game pass that just does their games for them when they want to, like that probably fits in terms of future proofing or future projecting that probably fits in better 25 years from now than our current thing does. Think about how much a phone costs, too. Phones are $1,000 right now, 
uh, for like the nicest iPhone, the, the thing that people who are in their 20s are actually purchasing, you're not going to buy a $1,000 phone and then add a $500 console on top of it every time. You might not. You might not want to do that. But you have a thousand. I Especially spend a if grand you don't have to. Sure. So that's the thing. You don't have to. Or you live to. in a... Or you live in a home where it's a shared TV solution and you just don't want to deal with having to be like, oh, it's my turn to use the Xbox. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's so, every kid, every teenager has a phone. There's, there is a market there. They just have to get there. And I don't think they need to rush there. There's like stuff that like people under the age of like 25 watch more content on their laptops than they do their TVs. You know, like the laptops current, and phones. The current well, college kid, they sit in their bed on their laptop oh, or like tablet and they don't even and they have a tv and they don't even watch it because they just have this thing so because it's convenient you roll over you put it away you go to bed i used to do that even in college when i had a tv too but it's just that's why everybody's rushing to the cloud thing and that's why us gamers or like if you listen to the gamer journalist rotation of things that kind of live in the now that's why they all think this is crazy because they're like, nobody's going to do that. It doesn't make any sense. I buy the games, I already have the games. But they're thinking about them and they're thinking about now. And that's not what it's this was ever not- meant to be. And I think that's why Microsoft doesn't have to be in a rush. They're, they'll get their, their market for it. And it's not they like it's probably costing are- them money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they and already have Azure. Buys- they already have the games. Like, it's already a thing they're already doing. Already making money on it hand over fist when you really look at how Game Pass does for them. Um They'll they need to let internet evolve to keep up with this idea because you can't with ISPs chunking data caps at people expect this to go. I just switched internet providers this past week. Did you know that? Oh, how'd that go? I paid extra to not have a cap. All these I had they like quadrupled my I'm a gig now. Like just I like lightning fast. So I paid extra not to have a cap. It was only ten bucks extra a month the way that it was set up. Mine was twenty a month. But I get their super fancy router modem yes. thingy. Yes. This is the same deal. But like that problem though needs to be solved. Like we have to get past the data cap generation. Or the speeds situation. just get faster. Like eventually your yes. speed will be so fast. And then your data cap as more and more people rely on this data caps will you know it's like minimum wage. They'll slowly right. increase. They'll start to go up. It's a bad example because that hasn't gone up in a really long time. Yeah, <laughs> so, but, it, but it has gone up over a century. It's gone up a, a bit, you know. But like, yeah. But I think Microsoft doesn't need to rush to solve this problem. Let mm-hmm. things evolve along with them. And well, that's why there. the power of content is important. That's why if you make, I'm not telling, I'm not telling you that I think they should. I'm not trying to stoke a console war. I'm just saying if you make Elder Scrolls exclusive, that gives yes. people the opportunity to, to try it. To try the cloud. That, that, is, that is a proponent as to why you make it exclusive. It's not necessarily to sell your box because you don't have to have the box. It's to sell your service. You may convert people. It's not that you'll convert people from console to cloud. What you may get people to do is, you know, I only play on Switch, but I also will get a Game Pass subscription. I only play on PlayStation, but I also will get a Game Pass subscription. That's what you're trying to do. How many? How many times have we beat this horse? They're not selling you hardware. They're a services company yeah. and they're leveraging that. And they will continue to do and they will continue to smartly. So I wouldn't so, get too nervous. I actually think they will do well with xCloud. Give them time. Every time that they time. let a game go out to all, that's they're lessening that opportunity to get somebody to give them a try. Yes, I agree with you. 
speaking of giving things a try, we do have Game Pass updates, so this works yeah. out nicely. Um, basically, all sports games are coming to the Game Pass in the next couple of weeks. Uh, probably the most notable of them is actually NBA 2K21, because next gen, that's a great. But it's not the next gen version. It's not. It's the. Uh, it's last gen's version. Stupid. This is dumb. I hate this. I, they did the. They just did the same thing with Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation, and I hated it. I hated it's that. Ridiculous. And I hate this. This is a thing that I will stand for. This is. I don't get it. This is. So like, at least on the PlayStation side, it's like they're adding to your library that you keep forever. Game Pass is literally a trial. They may take NBA 2K away in three months, so why not put the next gen version in there? I don't understand. Like, put the damn game in the in in the thing. I don't disagree with you. You're not giving not it to us. You're just getting people act. It's an extended demo. Is Madden the the next gen yeah, version? Yeah, full. That's well, it's because it's EA Play, right? Because it stays. That's true. It's there That's forever. True. That's what I don't understand. It's like 2K21. It's like I saw people online that were like. They want to make more money off the next gen version. It's like putting the next gen version in there doesn't stop that because they could take it away. They could. T- <laughs> and if they take it away, they'll tell you, and then you get twenty percent off, and you'll buy it anyway because you'll like it. By oh, then. Like, I hate that. I, I hate that idea, and I hate this. I hate these stupid hoops, and I hate this fine print. Just give us the game. I think it's the damn game. I agree. I agree. The version <laughs> of the game that is the newest piece of hardware that you have right now. Yeah. Period. Um, Madden is happening. Between the 2nd and the 4th of March, Madden, Football Manager Madden's 2021 on PC. Ends out now as of the recording of this. Uh, Football Manager 2021 PC and the Xbox Edition uh, as well. Then NBA 2K21, as Donnie discussed, the poopy butt face edition. <laughs> and I feel that I saw one. some people that are like, there are more Xbox Ones and Series Xs. I was like, that makes the counter argument. That means you make less money if you put it on game. <laughs> Give me the, if you're going to put it on Game Pass, especially, give me the version that suits the piece of hardware that I have. Yeah. Especially with Xbox and their smart delivery and everything. It's like, you know, I, I would never be one to to argue for less games. But, like, if I was running the Game Pass program, if somebody wanted to do this, I would love to deny them. I'd be like, no, no, no. If our people went out and bought our console that plays your real shiny pretty game, if they're not going to get that version, then we don't want you <laughs> as a part of our program. Yeah, that's I, that was an interesting choice to make. You they know, were trying. I, it's a big deal. It's a big game and all that, and lots of people. I have it. I have the next gen. I still play it. It's a great. It's a great basketball game. It's fantastic. It's fine, but yes, it looks great on it next. Looks gen. fantastic. I was excited it when it came out. I was like, oh man, other people get to see this finally. And no, they won't. They get the last gen version. Um. Also in March, probably more notable, Star Wars Squadrons via the EA Play integration is coming out. This is a good, this is good for Game Pass. That's a good Game Pass good game. game. NHL 21 in April. They don't have At a specific date yet. I'll try it. I Yeah, I'll try it. I'm not, I don't really follow the NHL like I did when I was a kid, but I'll still try it. That's one that I'll try. I won't play Football Manager. We do play Madden quite frequently. Uh, my son does most notably, and we already have 2K. I, I did see one of the things I do want to address. I saw a lot of this today, you know, because... When you follow, here's the thing. Here's the thing I don't like. And Coach Mo, this is for you. Sports oh. games are some of the most popular video games ever made. And That's they the sell popular. gargantuans. They are a pillar that holds this industry up. And yet there is this elite video game takes that sports games are the devil and the root of all evil. 
And like when you're following the IGNs and everything, they're like, oh my God, sports games. And I saw a lot, so much of that today. There were people who were like, I guess this month is sports month. Oh, stupid sports ball. Get out of here with that mess. One, these are tremendous games that sell way more than most of your Metroidvanias and everything like in a given month. Two, Absolutely. the other thing that I saw, they announced the Game Pass game for this month through March 4th. There is a whole other 25 days in this month for them to put more games in. People are like, this is the end of the month. It's, I think it's conditioned. They're conditioned at the start of the month because of Game Pass or Xbox, Games of Gold, PlayStation Plus. Like, here's the thing for the lineup. It's like they do this every 12 days. They give us two or three new games that have come out in Game Pass. This is get over it, people. Clearly, this announcement. This announcement was here's our EA stuff and the one other sports game we have. Why are they okay. getting that out so of the way? It'll be fine. Because there's they're about they to make more news. <laughs> they're, they're letting you so, know this now. Have- why are why are they saying what's coming out in April? Because they have something else they were about to talk about. <laughs> I have a related question for this, so I'm gonna read that actually because it makes sense. Uh leaving Game Pass soon will be The Witcher 3 and a couple yeah. of other games. Yeah. So this um which is a very long, big game. So this this uh, Bloodstained is another one. By the way, if you haven't played Bloodstained, please play Bloodstained. Um, Jay Lee asks, why doesn't Microsoft provide more lead time into when games are leaving Game Pass? Do they really not know until two weeks prior for some games, or are they withholding that information? I guess they, they have to have a yearly plan. Yeah, they, they know. They, they, they know they before they bring up. the game they on. They have a, an agreement for how long it's going to be yeah. on Game Pass. There's they no may way they extend don't. that agreement, but they know when they bring it on four months, six months, a year. They know ahead of time. I suspect that this is happening because they don't think about it the same way that some of us with huge backlogs think about it. Not most people do not operate in the way that some of us in the like more constricted sphere of video games operate, where they're like, Witcher 3 is on my backlog list, but I want to get to 10 games before it. Sure. So it's just going to wait because it's on Game Pass. Like, they're not thinking about that. They're thinking about your normal Oshmo gamer who's just like, if I have, if they haven't gotten to it by now, they're probably not intending to. So who cares? That's the way they're probably doing this. Um, so don't. I think it, it's probably like the more lead time they get, the more people have time to get pissy about it leaving Game Pass. So they're just like, it's gone in two weeks. Bye. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's some grand conspiracy. I just don't think they're really like. I, I do think they're with I, I, they're withholding it in the sense that they could promote it sooner. This is a great question. Yes. I really liked when he asked in the Discord. It doesn't really bother me at all, but I think this is just my use case. Same. Um, at the same time, as more and more people adopt Game Pass, like as their way to play, and like that's their main yes. way to play. I actually think this brings up a really good point. They might be owed a little bit more lead time. Um, so they can plan out better. I don't want to log into Game Pass Library and have a bunch of layers over games and everything like that. But maybe clicking on a game's yeah. detail page and seeing the expiration or, you know, something like that might be a great idea. Yeah. You know, like having it like on For- the store page somewhere, you know, like you can put that somewhere. It didn't have to be like on the actual dashboard or the OS. I agree. Or you could just give us a month instead of two weeks and that would probably be enough for a lot of people. Or if you no. could, uh, you could even a build. Full a, month. You could build a filter. I think a month would be a really great idea. I mean, that's an easy way of doing it. I was gonna say you could build a filter, like, like when you're talking about like Hulu and Netflix, they usually have like here's what's leaving this month. You know, wasn't Game Pass 
does Game Pass not have that filter in the app? I I've never looked. I don't know. Do they have not? not have so here's the issue with. I think. Yeah. With me, I typically the games that I want to play Game Pass, I'm playing when they hit Game Pass. Like The Witcher Same. Three, for example. Witcher Three has been in Game Pass for over never a year. Gonna... You know, like if you haven't played it yet, you really didn't want to play it. You so, may have thought you wanted to play it, but you haven't really wanted to play it. That's the thing about that is that the games that are ultimately leaving Game Pass usually are not still sitting at full price MSRP out in the world. You can get the game of the year version of The Witcher 3 for 20 bucks or less oh, yeah. on Super normally cheap. on sale. So like we're not talking about a game leaving Game Pass that's 100 plus hours and is still hitting $60. Do you know what I mean? They never yeah. pull games from Game Pass that are still at full price or not an in indie. Now, another thing so, that I was thinking know, it would be really cool is if, like, let's say you downloaded a Game Pass game to your console, maybe giving you, like, a notification a month out, like, hey, this is about to leave I'll Game Pass at some point. And then they can leverage. They give you a discount. Yeah. If you want to purchase a game that, if you have Game Pass, I think it's 20% off, right? Telling you, hey, this game is leaving Game Pass in two weeks or whatever amount yep. of time, but you can get 20% off if you're enjoying it and you want to buy it. Boom. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fine. Here, I'll buy it. 20, 20 bucks, 20% off. Okay. I keep playing it after it leaves Game Pass. Done. I think they there are some smart interface things they could do here to solve the problem. I think as games cycle more in and out of Game Pass that are bigger games, they will eventually have to solve this problem. <laughs> and, and, to, and, and to be clear, I mean, I think it's a really good point you bring up, um, but it really doesn't bother me at all because by the time a game leaves Game okay. Pass, I have probably already played it if i wanted to and if i haven't i probably don't want to play it that much i am a little different in that i because i play games kind of based on mood so if i haven't gotten to it and it's about to come off game pass the the likelihood is when i am in the mood to play it, it'll be 20 bucks somewhere and it's like whatever that's to me like and this is a disposable income level conversation for some people 20 bucks is a lot of money for me i'm just like i'll throw 20 bucks at it to play it now because by then I know if I really want to play it. I do like the urgency chatter. of the two weeks. There is that, like, just to, just to defend it a little bit. When they tell you, like, hey, you've got two weeks, like, now that that is kind of a kick in the pants. It's like, hey, go figure out if you want to apply and play this game already or or it's going to leave. So I think that's a good way to say here, this is a good time to demo this. But for something like The Witcher 3, if Game Pass is your primary way to play video games and you don't have more money a month to buy games, you aren't finishing that game in two weeks, kids. No, you're not. I'll tell you that right now. But that 15-day notice is at least a chance for, like, that's a really good... You'll try it. Go try it and see if you want to buy it. Because, like, if they told you two months in advance... Is, are many people going to act on that much. notice? Like it's too like nobody's going to do anything. I'm even even a month. I think some people a month they'll be like, ah, I got a month, you know. But like two weeks, that's a like a thing. It's like you better get a move on. I think that's probably why they chose that number. I think it probably. was re- really is for the like dip your toe into it if you want to now or, or lose your chance. That's what that's why like I think maybe like pulling. if you download it to your hard drive, like if you have it installed. I think maybe giving you longer because you have already installed it, like just letting you, it's kind of like a way of signing up for notifications. Like if you could sign sure. up to be alerted sure. for certain things, I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, I would rather that be controlled by me just downloading it than like another app feature that I don't want to mess with, but eh. I'm sure they would just do it in the app. But like, it would be cool if you could sign up, be like, Hey, let me know when this game is six weeks away from being taken <laughs> off. You know, that I, is interesting. Sort of 
that would be pipe dream stuff, but it would be nice. Like it, it would be. I would like a pop. I like prompts and pop ups because I forget things. Especially if you want to remind me that if I want to buy it, I get twenty percent off. Like that's a great opportunity to do that. Yeah. Like, boom. Remember, if you want to keep it, jazz hands, store hands. Here's the link to the store. Um, there's opportunity there, and I think maybe. But it sounds like something. Most, sounds like most people learn about this from the blog updates. Yes. You know, like nobody knows this, like when they're going through the app and all that, like we don't even know if there is a time filter in there. We don't even know. And we use the app and we don't even know. Like we're not for sure. I use the app. I use the app to get the game I want right now. And I don't look at anything else because that's the person that I am. Though I'm very instant gratification when it comes to Game Pass. I want this right now. Why is it not installing faster? (laughs) You know, like that's who I am. So, all right. What other questions? We got lots of questions. What other questions should we tackle today, Donnie? What you got? Um, let's see here. Jared wants to know what are some games we're hoping come to Game Pass. Is there anything that you're currently, we say all the time, like, I waited on that to come to Game Pass. Like, is there something like that that you're hoping comes to Game Pass? It's actually Dirt 5 for me for a while, and they got me on that because I didn't want to buy it. And you know what I mean? Um, Trying to think. I mean, I want the Bethesda catalog, but really just because I want it to be there. Sure. It will be there. Do you have anything specific? I want Little Nightmares 2 to come to Game Pass. Oh, that's that's a good one. The f- is the first on Game Pass? It was. I don't think it is anymore, but it was. And I tried it, and I didn't really like it. But Little Nightmares 2 got really good reviews, and I just don't want to buy it for $40. So that's one that I'm hoping comes to Game Pass. Uh, the game that you're playing, it's $40. The game that you're playing that you love so much, Hitman. I would love to see Hitman come to Game that- Pass. But that would be a nightmare, because they the Hitman 1 and 2 content thing would be a whole nightmare with that game much like kerfluffle over versions you know what i mean but yes hitman here's the thing about hitman though hitman offers a free trial of the first level i think one of the hitmans has done this i don't know if three does it so you can find out if you like that game no i want hitman three come to game pass fair enough uh i'll throw sean capri a bone um i think by the time they patch it it would be really really cool if cyberpunk coming to game pass like if they time that with the patch it's like hey here's the next gen patch of cyberpunk 2077 and it's day one the patch it's in game pass go check it out that would be a really smart thing to do with the nightmare press that they have had i Mm -hmm. think that's the deal to make now to save a little bit of face yep um not it's not gonna fix the problem let's just that would be a really good game pass game um Let's see. I'm trying to think of what else. There was an... Oh, maybe not. The Avengers game. The Hitman is a really good choice. And Marvel's Avengers should be on Game Pass. No one wants to... Or PlayStation Plus. Pick your poison. I don't care. That should not be a purchasable. <laughs> Just get that for free. Um, yeah. Yeah. Trying to think what else came out that I could have totally like waited on. I had one. Um, that new game from Joseph Ferris. <laughs> it takes two. New one that's... It takes two. Okay. It got really good previews. If you haven't been reading, like a lot of people really like it, so I'm excited about it. But then I realized that it is coming to Game Pass because it's an oh, EA published game. Good. I think. Oh, absolutely! Yes, by association. <laughs> I think it's. A, I think it's Weird. one of those EA original things. I think right. So that means we'll get a trial, friends. and then eventually it will come to Game Pass. So I just wait to play that so weird this is the crazy and i (laughs) I bring this up and i I don't mean to just i don't bring this up to throw stones at playstation i bring it up to as an owner of both i bring it up as a as a a a differentiator between owning both systems 
it is crazy how many games I have access to in my ownership of Series X versus PlayStation. Like my PlayStation sure. 5, and I have Plus and everything. You know, it's just like on my PlayStation 5, and I know it's personal. I'm not saying that PlayStation has games, obviously. They've still got Valhalla and things That's... like that. Again, this is not meant to be a console war inciting remark. It's just that I'm sitting here on my Series X, and it feels like week after week goes by, and my library grows by two or three games without me doing anything at all. Like, I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> these games just keep being added. Here, your, here, your access grows. Of course. You don't own them. We all know what but we're talking your library, about. But we yeah. all know what we're talking about. Like I know, I just want to... I know. Someone's gonna tweet someone. Well, you know I used to. I used to goes, argue so about free games whenever we used to call them free games in 2013. It's like, well, it's not free. We all know what this means now. Like, it's been long accepted. We all subscribe. We got it. That no, still doesn't I, change the point. Just, that somebody who, and by the oh, way, right. if you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, like, what's wrong with you? Um, but either way, I'm sitting there, and literally week after week goes by, and it's the Falconeer, Dirt Five. Wreckfest, Madden, 2K, Football Manager, It Takes Two, The Medium. I just rattled off 10 games that I have gotten access to that I have not bought. I have not purchased these games. Right, right. yes. That is not not happening on PlayStation. It's not. Not the same way. It's not. not. I mean, yes, they have PlayStation Now. Yes, that service grows. They have the collection. I don't even care about PlayStation Now. They have the PlayStation Plus collection. I already own 90% of those games. Yeah, I do too, but like, and the ones I, I don't own, digitally, so actually, I didn't want, you know, it's like, and I'm not fair. saying that it's a bad program, but I'm saying that week Great. over week, it's evolving on Xbox. It's not like those, I didn't have those games on Xbox when I bought my Xbox. As these games come out, I just keep getting more of them. And it's like, they're just shoveling yes. them at us. It's not two a month. They're just like, here's seven more games. Here's seven more games. It's like, wow. And I think the point about games leaving Game Pass, that is actually a reason that people like don't always get to everything. It's a lot. There's a lot. It's a lot. It's, you know, and people do miss things they want to play because there is a lot. So that's a legitimate problem to have, you know? Yeah. It's, I think I'm happy with the way that they have been adding content to Game Pass. I feel like I'm getting things I either didn't really want to buy myself, but wanted to check out, or things I might not have known about. It's and that's still, what I want. Even that's if what you're I want. not getting, like, even if, let's say, a third of it is only for you, like, two thirds of it is a miss for you, it's I, still hand over fist worth it. Like, the investment that I'm currently paying for Game Pass is unbelievably worth it. I feel like I'm uh, the stealing. Has definitely burrowed into not <laughs> but yeah yes i know the the, the green hatted gnome is definitely in the back of uh, like donnie's hoodie the, the right ea now. thing okay. just made it feel gross it's like it's that was stealing. very big <laughs> you know it's just like wow you're gonna give me all of this now it is nice when you really just don't know it like the netflix effect of just scroll through i don't know what i want to play Ooh, here's something that looks interesting like that is very valid and i'm glad that it exists uh, so a little bit more they had that new game, that Yakuza game that's coming out for next gen. Was it Judgment? That game is really freaking. I never good. played that. It's out. They're, they're releasing up there. That game is. It's getting really like a next gen like, enhanced I really version like or whatever. I'd like to see that come to game. But that Pass. wasn't on X. That wasn't on Xbox at all. Oh, I have no idea. Let's see, as a PlayStation only title, so I'm curious to see what they do. But that's we got all the other Yakuza's in Game not Pass. 
Um, but you didn't get judgment. Judgment's not for you. Judgment's um, PlayStation only. I'd like to. There's a the I RBI. Mean, there's the RBI baseball game. It's the it's the one that's not yes. as good as the show. I think that'd be really cool to throw in a game pass. Um, because when the show comes out, it's going to obliterate that game's existence. Is Super Mega Baseball out on Xbox? Yeah, but it's not in Game Pass either. That would be a great. That would be a great. I think uh, arcadey sports games are great for Game Pass. Super Mega just Baseball is amazing. Go. Super Mega Baseball would be great. I love that game. That I've would be been great waiting on a good sale to buy it on Switch for like a year and a half. Everyone, yeah, it's forty five dollars. It's and more I, than I want to pay. And I think I bought the second one for $20. So like I'm in this weird mind where that's where I'm, that's my value for super mega baseball because the when third they, one when, is a lot like the second one. It's not like completely different game. It's <laughs> having, we're having the same game conversation we have about all sports games. Yeah. Year over year. Like, but yes, I, I bought two for 20 bucks. Then three came out at 40 and I'm like, excuse me? Because I got two on like huge discount sale. Yeah. But that would be a great... So I've been waiting for that same discount. I've been waiting for it to drop back down ever since. <laughs> the thing about arcade sports games is their pick up and play. And that's what you yeah. want out of a Game Pass game a lot of the times. Um, that would be great. That yep. game is great. Uh, All right, let's move. Okay. I have another question. I was going to say Far like Cry. It. Aren't they all there? Put Far Cry 5 on Game Pass. I don't think there's ever been on I Game want, Pass. I want... Far Cry 3. But like, you know, like they typically um, do like this. There seems to be this pattern. It's like, hey, we have this new big game coming out and the last the one pass. is on Game Pass. Like that seems to be a thing that they do sometimes. That'd be cool. Do that. Yeah. Uh, just give me an excuse to play it again. I already own it. I own the gold version of that game. It's so good. RE7 on Game Pass, right? But the have the remakes? The remakes never hit Game Pass, have they? I don't remember. I bought a bundle of those at super discount at one point, so I just own them in my library. So it's hard. I think two and three remake have not hit Game Pass. Yet. So it'd be cool to do I, that before Village. It'd be cool to be like, hey, here's Resident Evil Three. I would love to see the remake of the first game, and then two and three hit Game Pass. Those That'd games cool. are great. Very good. Um, just keep 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 five and six. You can keep those. All right, let's see. Ryan wants to know. This one's fun. Let's have a little fun. Ryan wants to know, if you could be an NPC in any video game, who would you be? Now, is this like if I could be an NPC or like a specific NPC that already exists in a video game? I think I think if you could be one. Okay. What would you, what, what I'd want to be in Fable. What would your character be in Fable? Yeah. And what would you like Fable. do? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I would like to Quest, be, would I'd like to be a dude that has a shack in the woods. With like okay, a dog okay. and like a little trade quest or something like, like that. that. Yeah. And gnomes. I w- little gnomes like out you in my gnomes. little shack and stuff. You know. Green hat. Crazy deals. Nobody, like, almost like, like a merchant. Like just constantly okay. like trying to whittle you out of a trade or something. You know, like in Breath of the Wild, they had like the little solo salesmen that were just traveling around. Like that. But that. in Fable. Yeah. But you travel with a pack of green hatted gnomes and they just scream game pass really loudly at the player <laughs> character. <laughs> We're going to get Fable at I, some point for game pass just just to have. It's just going to be there one day. Fable. Magically. What a day. There'll be no. Lane, if we're still podcasting uh, when that day comes, like I'm going to freaking lose my mind. I still can't believe Fable's did, coming back. I'm so excited. I, well, I agree with you. I'm very excited about that. Think. 
like I like the traveling merchant. I was totally thinking traveling merchant, but just like I have a band of like raccoons that follow me around. It wasn't gnomes for me because it just doesn't make sense. So that sounds canon. like a thief thing for me. Yeah, that's oh, okay. So yeah, so I'm a merchant. and I'm trying to sell you stuff, and the raccoons are like just stealing your gold. They pick like, at you from just, behind. They take they're taking like bread out of your pocket. You're like, wait, it's like Skyrim. You walk away and all your cheeks wheels are gone, and the raccoons are just cackling and running off. Happy me. Except I'm secretly some sort of mage, and I have a quest line where you uncover my actual backstory. That would be rad. Yeah. What do you want? Like Valhalla. Yeah, I was. I was that would have yeah. been my guess. Is you're like one of the. The many side quests are found around Valhalla. I think if I was a weird Valhalla side quest giver, I would have to have wolves instead of raccoons. I've seen a lot of raccoons. I haven't seen any, or maybe squirrels. Change my mind. Squirrel. I still want my shack, but I want my shack to be like on an island in the middle of a lake in Fable. Okay. And like when you meet me, like I'm completely yeah. oblivious that I'm like on my own. You're like, yeah, oh, it must be lonely oh, so right you here, just- you know? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're like, you have all these gnome statues and you talk to them and they have names and yeah. you set up tea parties with them, but you think they're alive and yeah. like moving. Exactly. By the way, have you tried the mushrooms outside? They're really good. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's definitely me in the fable world. Just completely yeah. oblivious. I'm that weird person's just disconnected from the game and reality. You're like, what the hell's wrong with this person? That's me. Had way too many accidental drug mushrooms. He has no idea what he's doing. That's actually that. I love that. Onesie, love that. like big robe. <laughs> Kind of, Le- it better- kind of Lebowski-ish, just hanging out, <sighs> little island in a lake. Yeah, drinking white Russians and rum salesman. In the garden. Absolutely, the rum salesman. Fable Dude, rum hell yeah. salesman. You're just drunk all the time, and you think you're. The rum has a gnome about. on it. It's like gnome branded rum. The name for that rum. Mm. They look community listeners. Yeah. Uh, look. People, I need to name Donnie's okay. gnome rum. Donnie sells rum in the Fable universe, Fable. and it's garden gnome themed. Okay, we need a name. You tweet us. I'm Et Dragon. He's Eat the Hype. You tweet us, or go in the Discord and tell us the. <laughs> I can't wait to read some of these. Bonus Please. points for pictures, but yeah, no, that's, yeah that'd be fantastic. That sounds amazing. Green hat. Come by. I've got rum hanging out, talking to gnomes. Got this oh, big robe on. It's crazy. Hey, raccoons and we- <laughs> it's just like, hey, how'd you get it's here? It's a sweet you know? looking like rundown shack, but it's like on this beautiful lake. Just like I'm living it up, man. Love- it's like, what are you trying to do? You're trying to, okay. and, and and I antagonize the player. You know, it's like, he comes by, he's like, oh. what are you doing? It's like, I sell rum. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to save the world. I'm like, that sounds like a lot of work. Sucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you sure you want to do that? Get off my lawn. Fucking <laughs> lame. I just roll up on the lake the little raccoons are like the ones propelling the boat they're just like they're paddling <laughs> just by like you know. don't worry that's just stevie he's he gets seasick <laughs> they hang out with the gnomes drink the rum drunk <sighs> raccoons i told you this would be fun that was good, All right, good you- question um yeah, next donnie i'm gonna take justin's this is a good fanboy go. question. What do you think about Sony bringing PlayStation games to PC? Are they joining the approach Xbox has been on for the last couple of years? And uh, the answer to the second question is yes, they are joining the, the approach. So they're bringing games to PC. What do I think about them bringing games to PC? I think this is the next phase of earning shareholders more money. There's just too much money left out there on PC. That's when this news drops, as I was bringing the Discord, there's like, 
a billion more gamers on PC than in console. It's it's half of the market. Like if you took all of console and tablet and everything else, you put them in then and then against PC, PC makes up like half of that pie. Um, So when you make these games that cost so much money, which I think, you know, what's, what's their guy's name? Jim Ryan. Man, Jim. That sounds right. That's bad. I feel bad for him in a sense because it's just like, man, you're so not Phil Spencer. <laughs> uh, no one can be Phil Spencer. Okay? Yeah, but like, like Reggie had like his like, own thing, right? Like Jack right. Tretton had his own That's thing. Shoes cool. Jim Ryan is not cool. Even if you like, like Jim mar- Ryan, there's like just nothing cool about. Thing. Jim Ryan is like talking to your dad about videos. Yeah, you know, just like oh. <laughs> Just button up shirt. He's pretending to be enthusiastic. You can smell through the enthusiasm, and he's just all about how much this is going to cost. Yeah, him. And so anyway, it's fine. You, you make these games; they cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make. It makes sense to make your money on PC. Um, I was arguing with, I, as I do, I was making fun of Dev in our Discord because you know Dev was trying to. It was so funny because at first, when the Xbox did this, it was all Sony would never do this. And then they did it with like what like was it Horizon? Uh, it was Death Horizon. Stranding has they put yeah, on Death Stranding, Horizon and now they've Days on. Gone, and and they said more were coming. So it's moved from Sony would never do this because they want to sell consoles to now it's well they'll only do it with old games. It's like well eventually they will do it with maybe not new games but new wish games. Eventually they will because there's just a lot of money there I, to be made. Is there are people clamoring for some of those games? Bloodborne is an incredibly good example of a game that a lot of PC players oh, that want access to. Go to, to the top of not... Steam list if it came out. It, number of people who would purchase that game on day one who already own that game would be bananas. Just look at what it did um, this year for Xbox. Didn't Xbox have like five of Steam's top sellers? Is like Sea of Thieves was huge. State of Decay was huge. Halo <laughs> went to the freaking moon when they released it oh, on Steam. Magic- yeah. On Steam now? Yes, I think so. It's a, or it's about to be. If it's a console exclusive game that you can only get in one place, putting it on Steam does not hurt your business, especially that is the nine months to a year. Console players have got to come to grips with like somebody buying and playing a game on PC does not threaten the existence of a console space. You can be successful in both. The company and the publisher gets paid both ways. And we're five generations plus into some of these consoles, right? We're like, this is the fifth PlayStation 5. People who want a PlayStation will buy one. Yeah. PC players largely don't want one. And that's okay. They're pe- they're paying for their big video cards at $500 to $1,000. They just, just give them the games they want to play. The it doesn't people hurt you. that literally you. won't buy a console to wait and play a game on PC are so small that it doesn't matter. That's a doesn't matter it doesn't matter that console sale doesn't matter like you're not that one they're not buying a bunch of them to begin with and you're not losing what you are losing is potential games sold and potential service sold to that customer and dumped horizon back at 50 bucks on pc and it sold gangbusters yep. at 50 bucks now it's a complete edition but you could buy it at the same exact time for 20 dollars yeah. on psn or even 15 on sale but people bought it at 50 because they didn't own it already. They wanted to play it. Let them play the video game. It does not hurt anyone. What these console warriors should think of it like this, as I've said a long time, Xbox aligning all of their day and date games with PC enabled them to have the revenue to make the Game Pass leap. 
it subsidizes Game Pass. Sure. Having games, because they sold, Master Chief was the number one seller on Steam when it came out. It wasn't people weren't getting it on Game Pass. They were buying the game at $59.99. That's, those sales, that revenue, helps pay for Game Pass. It helps make the whole thing work. It doesn't hurt the development of games for consoles. That's not how it works. Like It doesn't work that way. To them, it's just a bonus income. It, it really is. And, you know, with recent news about Japan Studios, Sony, like, shutting down, like, they could have probably floated that whole studio on a Bloodborne PC sale. <laughs> Maybe. I don't understand why they wouldn't have tried that first. I think you know what I mean? the so, next step, again, following kind of Xbox's model, I do think the next step won't be that they're making day and date games on Steam, because I don't think that's going to happen either. Uh, what I do think will happen is I think they'll enable downloads for PlayStation Now. And you will get closer to release games on PlayStation Now. So if you subscribe, you can download games to the PlayStation Now app and play them on your PC that way. I do think that'll happen at some point. That needs to happen at some point. I I think think that'll be the next step. And And then games will come to PlayStation Now before they hit PC. But you still can play them sooner and you won't need a PlayStation. Like that's This is just the way that it is. The only thing that's crazy is that Nintendo apparently has no qualms at all about venturing down this path <laughs> never had to care. they never had to care they don't have to care they make so much money and we've all seen how poorly they handle internet services let them do what they do yeah but like they didn't during no the touch. wii u and like they still didn't like the wii u kind of made them dip a toe in mobile but like i'm very interested to see if there is a day where we get a nintendo app on a streaming or a pc or something because it's like the same argument rings for them that it rings for everybody else. Like, do you imagine how much money a Mario game would be? <laughs> like, that would print money on PC. Dude, You're just leaving that money up for grabs. They can't even give us voice chat on the Switch. Let's just slow our roll on Nintendo, okay? Because, like, <laughs> that's another conversation. Let's not well, do this today. Okay? And I do think... Um, because of the nature of them doing business, just to get on my little shack thing here, I actually do think PC support for Nintendo would maybe threaten their business a little bit more than a PlayStation and Xbox does. Because they don't chase the same things that the other two do. They don't have Game Pass or Now or Plus or Games with Gold subsidizing their entire thing. They don't have these things that are like these multi-million dollar, hundred million dollar subscription services piling money into their their ecosystem the nintendo ecosystem is the ip that's exactly what you're paying for and it's it's usually on cheap sold for profit hardware that's it so the thing about this is that they leverage the hardware uh as not beefy and companion they don't take a loss you can it is a console you're exactly right it's in addition to your pc in addition to your thing like it's a nintendo let that go it's a separate thing yes And they don't make a, they do not lose money on their hardware. Console they're, folks they're hate not. hearing so that because they want the rules to always be the same, but it's, they're not the same. They're not the same. If Nintendo, Nintendo had a, a, a $60 a year, $10 a month service that was, you know, raking in hundreds of things, if they were competing with PCs and PlayStations, then I would actually maybe make an argument stronger, but they really don't compete in that space. You can play all the Nintendo games for $199. They're almost like, throwaway devices at this point they're, they're toys they make toys that yes. play video games make very 
very well-built toys for yeah. kids that can't destroy them. Um, they're never going to change. But I think that, yes, you're right. Sony will evolve into kind of slowly pick at the stuff that makes sense for them. And Yeah, they don't want to go full Game Pass, but I mean, oh. it's... And look, everybody bar- borrows from each other, so I'm not... You know, look, Sony Sony won last gen, so it's I'm not... This isn't like some sort of they have to do it, Xbox. They don't have to do it at all, but... What they are seeing is Xbox and Game Pass is putting pressure on them. That is why the collection exists. That's why they have the PlayStation Plus collection. That's why games are coming to PC, because the moves that Xbox has made are putting pressure on them. Or is it putting pressure on them in terms of console sold? No. But is it putting pressure on maybe shareholders and stock? And they're looking at them and they're like, why aren't our games over there? Why aren't we making this money? I also think that... Microsoft created consumer expectation for yeah. how this works. And that's where the pressure is actually coming from because people are like, well, Microsoft does it. Why won't you? That, and that, that expectation is big. That is exactly no, what I was trying to, that's where I was trying to get to when I was talking about like how game pass feels like owning an Xbox, because we see this. I see this now when a game comes to PlayStation and it doesn't have like a free upgrade or whatnot. There is that kind of expectation that's starting to shift. Like when you look at the thread, people are like, why aren't you doing this? Xbox does this all the time. Like that is starting to happen. Yeah. Yes. And and I think that it's less about shareholder pressure and more about consumer expectation as a whole. At least this is my speculation. I don't have their numbers, but... And the, and the expectation is, oh, eventually it comes to PC, even if it's an exclusive. It's becoming yeah. an expectation. And Microsoft has definitely created that. And that's good on them because they're putting a little bit of a lean. And it's good for everybody. People on PC should PC be able to play PC. PC is a neutral space. That's great. It just does its own thing. Just throw it, it over there so on PC. Well. Let them play. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's grab a quicker one because this one's for you. Drew wants to know, how do you manage all these games on your Xbox? Oh, this is a great question. You, um, it's a great question. Talk to me about this. Okay, so I, I I deploy a bunch of groups. So you can build groups. You can pin them to your home dashboard. And I have a bunch of groups. At the very top of my dashboard is a group. It's called New Games. This is where I pin like the newest things okay. that I've bought. It's a very small group. Five, six, eight tops. Just the newest things that either came out in Game Pass or that I bought. Just the new stuff that I want to play. So, like, right now, it's okay. like, right now, it's like Valhalla, Crash, uh, yeah. you know, the other one. What was the Breath of the Wild game the that five? I forgot? Gods and Monsters or whatever. The Immortals. You know, Wreckfest. Is, is Dirt 5 in there? Dirt 5. You want to, yeah, Wreckfest. All yeah. the new stuff okay, I so throw Stuff in you want to play. The group below that is my favorites. That's like the evergreen backlog. It's Far Cry. It's Rock Band. It's all of my favorite things. That group's like 30 deep. It's just my favorite games that I want to have quick access to at any time. The third group is my indies group. These are all the indies that I love and adore, and I just kind of stash them all. I have them on there. The fourth group is a category that I call Try These. These are games that I've gotten access to that I don't know, but at some point I wanted to give it a try. Like I'm thinking about it. Like I thought it looked cool or I heard it looked cool and I just throw them in there. And one day when I'm not feeling it, like I just, I'll go and grab one and I'll just play it. Um, then I have a group for multiplayer games. I put them at, uh, they're towards the bottom <laughs> and, uh, I have a group for apps and, uh, those are where all of my okay. apps are. I do the apps 
And then everything else is I, just in the I, library. When I'm trying to go and find anything else, I dig into the library and go dig for it. This is what happens when you keep a lot of games hoarded onto your console. I literally like have a <laughs> row of games I'm playing, and then when I'm done with the game, it's yeeted into oblivion, and we're oh, done here. And no. then I have a separate row what for a apps. Monster. So here's, I don't use my consoles for media, ninety nine percent of the time. Um, I use like I have an Nvidia Shield for media stuff, so yep. I don't use most of the apps. I don't. If I have to play a Blu-ray disc, I use a console. That's where we're at. Or a 4K disc. I do own some movies that I just want glorious 4K. Um, but I, I'm like his polar opposite in games. Like he hoards and organizes. I do and organize the them. My, they're, they're my favorites the way, are in order so for my favorite to least favorite of my favorites. Like oh my in a row. <laughs> this is okay. But like my game shelf is organized by alphabetical. But like, so like you, your Xbox is like my phone. That's how my phone is organized. I have folders for. I can like almost media. read to you the top row for my favorites. It's it's Ori in the World of Wisp. It's Far Cry Five. Then I think it's Gears Four, Forza Three, Gears Five. <laughs> well, I have less than ten games installed on Rock my Band, Xbox Series. Tony Hawk. Oh, I've got hundreds. I have less than ten. Real, real talk. I have less than ten because I am your polar opposite. You, you hoard. I just re-download. Well, I mean, I've, I've had gig in internet for longer than that's me. true. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe now I, that I have gig internet, maybe it changes. Because man, it took like no, it's not I had change. to start the Master Chief collection and download it overnight. No, you're right because the download has never really bothered me because I've always externally downloaded. You know, so yeah, I've never been like waiting to download. It's but not gonna change. <laughs> I like having it. I like having it there. So like, I don't care. I like, I'm one of those people who's engaged with the two or three things I'm engaged with. And I don't always just play one game at one time. I do flip, but I, when I'm done with something or I finish it. Out of mind, out of existence. See, that's the thing I was just about to say, you know how people feel like with their shelves and their boxes, I'm the way with my digital tiles. And I actually bring this up a lot. I love the UI from the Wii and the Wii U because you could tile them and put them in order. That's exactly what I do on I Xbox. Like, like they're all like I, I like having all of my my icons and my logos. It's like a digital collection. Like if you were to walk into my room and my sure. dashboard was up, here are all the games that I like to play. You can see them. I don't have to shelf. go yeah, into the shelf. store or whatever for you to see them. Like they're all here. It's a shelf. That's basically what I did. I now that I think, think about it that way, I've basically built a digital shelf from top to bottom. It's a digital shelf. You built a digital shelf, and I'm just like <laughs> I'm very like I treat my consoles like I treat my Windows desktop. There are four icons on my desktop. That's it. I don't want it there if oh, I, I don't need it. I hide all the mean? icons on my desktop. There are no icons on my desktop. For my game purchases, like I'm, if it's not being used, but we're done. But oh man! I keep few precious few things installed. I keep Tetris. The Viking installed. funeral. I can't do. <laughs> I do. I just burn it. Well, the save is still there. I can just bring no, it. I back. know you can, but it's like these games are like sixty, seventy, a hundred gigs. They take a long time to download. Even if you have super fast, it still take a long time. I'm never that hot to play something again, though. You Once just I've said you were thinking about playing Far Cry Five. Like, I oh, go play Far Cry 5 right now. I go walk over there, click the button, and I'm playing. You have to go and re-download the whole thing. Oh, while it's downloading, I can play God of War. Like, I have more than one console. I don't have I to play I know, but, rules. like, there's still that... You have a you have a barrier to you playing here's my, that I don't here's have. Here's my thing. I have not booted up Far Cry 5 since its release. 
Let me ask I you this. Really- Let me ask you this. Has there ever been a time, be honest, tell the truth. Has there ever been a time where you were sitting there and you're like, you know what? I'd like to, I'd like to play game X. And then you went and you were like, oh, it's not here. So you played something else instead. Because I, I'm willing to bet that that has happened. No, I don't. I'm it's weird. never I don't happened. I, You've I'm never been in the mood to play for something. Oh, and it's not there. I am like, I get fixated. So yes, I'll play something else while I rectify the problem of this game is not here. That is a thing I do that all the time. So, so you don't Dead just Space- play something else instead because you didn't want to wait for it no, to download. Okay. I fix the problem while I'm playing something else and then switch because I get fixated on it. Like, uh, oh, I really want to. I really wanted to play Dead Space 2 because I hadn't played it. I owned the disc, but you know when you own the disc, it still downloads the game. Yep, 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 yep. And I was like, all right, while I do this, grab my undock my Switch and play something, and when it's done, I switch. I'm like that. I'm like, I get, I'm like, oh, no, I want to play this. Just, I'll just wait. I'll do something else. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I don't like eat it into oblivion so in that fitting, way. It's because when I want to play something, I don't want to play anything else. Like, I want to play X. So you just, do you do that? Do you just say, well, it's not here, so I'll just play something else? I will. You just... Sometimes, yeah. That's happened to me more than one time. But you but rare solve... because I mostly always have everything. There's so many games. I definitely don't like to butt up against the end of like your storage is full and have to deal with that. I just sure. don't. I just like to, you know. But also, I'm one of those people, once the story is done, I've seen it, we're done. Well, it's very like, rare. I have an old dresser. It's actually in really nice shape because I use it as a gaming center. I have an old dresser. My Xbox sits. You've seen pictures of where my Xbox is, right? Yeah. There's a cabinet underneath it. There's a door. I have drilled holes through it, and I have my two hard drives that sit in the cabinet underneath it. So I have my two hey. hard drives and the storage expansion, like the card. So like I have th- when I log into my games and like my when I move my library around, I have three. Ex- I have three you, solutions. Do you have to shuffle games off the hard drives and onto internal storage if you want optimization, right? You I haven't yet. Just that does not happen. I've not filled the internal. That's that's not happened. But when I'm done playing something that's new, I will move it off shuffle the internal it. and I'll put it on the SSD. But here's the thing, like when we had There's Dealer no- on and he you know, he told us that some things run enhanced off of an SSD, I'm finding that happening more often than not. Like if I move it to the SSD, it still says Series X enhanced. Like <laughs> I, I think that that's going to be like a solved problem. Like, I just think that it's funny because I have shelves full of video games. Like, it's not that I don't I get rid of things. I just did when it's like an interface thing. I find it overwhelming to have too much there, especially if it's too much. I'm not touching. Like, mm-hmm. I'm more apt to have patience than I am to have too much in front of my face. It's a clutter thing for me. It's weird. It extends from my real life into digital. No, I, I get like, that. I, I understand that because I don't like clutter either. But like when it comes to that games, I want to see them because I sure. always, I look at it the opposite way. It's like if I delete it and it goes off my dashboard, then I, at some point I'm going to forget that it even is, exists. Like I'm not even uh, going to remember I see. I see. that I even have that sure. game, you know? So it's almost like keeps it in my like- mind that I know my, like I know that Catherine's here. Like once a year I get in the mood to play yeah. Catherine and I have the little logo for Catherine. I know it's there. So I know in my head, like I just know that it's there. If I removed it, I may just slip out of memory. Interesting. I like it's funny with the PlayStation, like the library will show you everything. Yeah. Um, and I think Xbox does this too. It'll show you yeah, everything. It will. So it, I just go in there. You got to click into the tab, though, what, which I never really get to. Yes. That's oh, the graveyard. That's all I want is <laughs> I want an alphabetical list. So I want 
all or nothing. Right? I either want an alphabetic list of everything I own, even if it's installed or not, or I just want the one or two things I'm playing in front of me. So on the dashboard, one or two things I'm playing. Click in to find Kit and Kaboodle. Gotcha. Like I said, it's a clutter thing and I'm weird. So Yeah, once once I do remove something, then it goes into that graveyard. I never go into that graveyard. Because in my head, if it's there, I bought it, didn't like it, or bought it and played it, never wanted to play it again, and that's why it's there. It's almost like it's like the recycle bin. (laughs) I'm 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 done with all that. Like I don't want any of this stuff anymore. It's also worth noting you replay stuff more than I do. It's infrequent. Like God of War is an infrequent situation where I'm replaying something I've finished. It's not. Often I, I feel that. a little validated yeah. with these new consoles because it seems like everybody's replaying some stuff. And yeah, around PSVG, I got teased a bunch because I have learned that I do. I think I play, I replay games more than most people. That seems to be something that I, I do that a lot of people don't do as much. I've seen a lot of people, old games, old, you know, like I'm done with it. I've already played it. I never have that like consumption with a video game. It's never like I've consumed it. Now feed me more. I don't have that. It's like. Yeah. There are certain things that I really love, and every now and again, even if there's like a brand new game, I'll just get a hunch to play something again. Like um, last month, I played like four chapters of Astral Chain because I saw somebody tweet about Astral Chain, and I was like, damn, that was a good game. I'm going to go pull it out and kind of relive a bit of it. That happens to me all the time. It happens to me, but not as frequently as you. Like God of War is definitely like, I am in the mood for more Viking Norse things, and I want this right now, and there it is, and I... Like, so I installed it and let's when go. When the Series X came out, yeah. you remember when I got mine like six days before games came out? So I started playing Far yeah. Cry 5 just because I was waiting. And I, then I ended up playing Far Cry 5 for like three weeks because I started playing Far Cry 5. That happens to me more than like, <laughs> you know what I played today? Diablo. I played oh, Diablo me. 3 on Xbox today. You got like. <laughs> There is there is something to be said for your method of like you can literally just flip through your library and it's there. You don't have to wait. And there is that something. That's what to happened. That. I, I was just, sitting in my I, chair and I saw the Diablo thing. We were talking about Diablo and I clicked on it and Jack was like, "What's Diablo?" I was like, "Well, let me show you. I know I got to show you what Diablo is." Yeah, yeah. I think you just you do it more than me by probably like I don't know five times like I will revisit games I shouldn't say I never replay something but I have to like it's very mood based and it's almost calculated like ooh read this book and it links to so I want to do this again this thing and so I I'm like but I but I can never just pick up a controller and start playing a video it's very rare that when I have something I want I can't Oh. With what you're saying now, with what like Devin has said to me in the past, you're now making me wonder if this is a big reason why I never finish games. Because oh, I, I yes. like when I I'm halfway through a game or I'm getting to a slog of a game, I have a thousand other options. I just flip the channel and start playing something I, else. You know, I I think you definitely have like the uh, the YouTube generation situation where it's like nope, nope, because you have so much content that you can just. As soon as it gets to be like, no, thank you, you can just switch. I've never felt I, bad about I have, that. I don't have that, like, I've got to beat it, I've got to grind it to the end, like, I have a backlog. I've never considered my game, I actually, you know, here's the funny thing, I've never considered even having a backlog until PSVG, like, I never, that term was not something that I ever associated anything with, I just, these are just the games that I have, and I've played them all to different levels of completeness, and maybe I'll finish it. Maybe I won't. I've never looked at it like a 
something that I have to do. I have never held myself to that responsibility. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I just go do something else now. I, I used to have a thing, especially in my 20s. I had once I started something, I felt like I had to finish it. It was it was totally like a way I was raised type of thing, I think, too. Like, oh, you start something, you finish it. And like somehow that extended to video games, books, like shitty movies that I didn't want to watch anymore. And I grew out of it. Now I'm in my 30s and I'm like, if I don't like this anymore, this is the one hobby, the one thing that I do, I don't is not a um a have to do in my life. It is the only thing that I own that is a want to do. So as soon as it becomes like I'm not enjoying this. I don't want to do this anymore. Next. I totally am okay with that. And I think that if you can do that and you have the library to do that, do that. I think yeah. that's my mood thing. Like sometimes I'm just not in the mood. So I just start doing something Dude. else instead. There's right game, wrong time syndrome. I stand by it. But it's I'm about to make, a great game. I'm about to make everybody hate me. Cause now as we start, I almost feel like this is somewhat therapeutic. Uh, Everybody's about to hate this about me. Cause my wife hates this about me. Apparently I'm the same way with songs. I never let songs finish in the car. Holy sweet God. Oh, you, My what? wife hates it. She tells me all the time that I'll listen to, I don't know, 90 seconds, two minutes of a song, and I'll click to the next song. It's like you get me through a chorus or twice. It's like we don't need five loops of the same thing. Just go to the next song. I do it all the time. The <laughs> person in my body starting to try to teach myself how to DJ and transition between songs is crying. Right? Like, I'm angry at you. <laughs> no, I'm putting all this work and figuring out how this works and you don't even bother. Like, next. But yeah, as we're analyzing my person, like that's probably connected. Just not in the mood anymore. It's, it's like I've heard it, I got it, I'm good. Let's next song. Next song. I funny thing about me is like I will often, unless I really hate it, finish a game I start in some capacity. But when I replay games, I play them until I'm out of the mood to play them and then they're gone. Yeah. Like I might not finish God of War. I finished it once. I I finished it. You know, I pulled into and it. I do so. finish games, you know. You know, like I do, yeah, you do finish. You know, I finished the medium and stuff like that. I played, I didn't finish Valhalla, but God, I played, I feel like I did. You know, it's like, I feel like I did. I feel like you get a participation trophy for Valhalla. Like, did anybody actually ever finish it? Like, you just, I, you know, I survived Valhalla. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I finished games, beat Mario and I beat Zelda and beat Zelda a couple times. You know, like I do finish them from time to time, but usually like I'm, I'm, it just it honestly, I, there's no there's no law. There's nothing to it. When I'm in the mood, I'll keep playing. If the mood leaves me, then I leave. Playing. I'm done. I, I was explaining this to my son because he got really mad at uh, the very end of like Cuphead. The the, the one there was a boss. He was really struggling with it. I was like, do take a break. And he's like, oh, I have to finish this. I'm like, you don't have to. You don't don't take the one thing in your life. We have so many things we have to do, right? Like, real talk, adult time. We have so many say, things. This is we some. Have to real life mom wisdom no, shit happening here my mom listen for you <laughs> we have a lot of things that we absolutely have to do because they're our job or we have to do them to stay alive or the keep rules our the law this is one hobby in your life that you don't have to do at all for any reason yeah so make your own rules and don't hold yourself to the ha there's there are very few things in your life where you get this opportunity with this is the only thing in my life that like, is i the exercise the I completion gene bothers me because I, I hear that a lot from either listeners or in the Discord. I'm like, I have to beat this before. Wait, why? You don't have to. <laughs> no. Because they feel compelled. Because I feel compelled to is different than I have to. And I think that 
the language needs to kind of change. And I'm trying to teach my kid that. Like, like, I don't want ever to. say if you really I don't want to finish it because it's so damn good. Like, that's what I told you. Like, I want to finish the medium because I'm really in, I want to see the ending. Like, I'm really into where this is going, you know. Or I want to finish it because I really get a satisfaction out of finishing it, Not even like, if it frustrates me along oh, the path. I have to finish the medium because I bought it and I don't want to buy something else until I get all of this one. It's like, no, don't do that to yourself. It feels like you're, you can get- you're punishing yourself. You're just like ruining your own joy. Don't ruin your joy by punishing yourself during it. Like, don't do that. It's like a, a lesson I had to teach a 10-year-old. This is so different. Caroline, weeks, but like- Caroline used to tease the shit out of me about this like i did this on basically every rpg like every xenoblade game um dragon quest played 35 hours of dragon quest looked up at a walkthrough Stop. saw that i was halfway through i was like i'm done <laughs> this is where i get off the ride i'm not doing this again for another 35 hours i'm done it's like it's funny though like there's no you don't get to Tell me how to enjoy my free time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like money. Like, don't tell me how to spend my money and don't tell me how to enjoy my free time. I'm not murdering kittens. I'm just not finishing a video game. Calm down. Okay? Like, <laughs> I like that. That's getting cats in the backyard. That's yeah. a problem. All right? You have a problem. Well, I'm I mean, just I, not finishing a video a game. A lot of what people find a lot you, of you know? satisfaction and pride in having, you know, reached the credits or gotten the perfect ending or something like that. And that's cool. That doesn't mean it's better awesome. or worse than anybody else or how they choose to do anything. If I want to play some Just Dance now while you go off and get your yeah. perfect path, whatever, that's fine. I, I think that don't extend your satisfaction onto what you think I should do. That's all. It's like that with everything. Money, hobbies. Just just chill. It's just chill. Point. We can be different. But different, different is good. Well, the okay. good thing is I've not, I don't I don't think... It's actually never bothering. It's one of the funny things that people tease me for that I'm totally for. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I don't that's funny. I, You're right. I didn't beat that I, game. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> kind of lean I, into it. I'm just You're like, right. I didn't I, beat that game. I, I do this too. It happens to me too because I just I have my life's busy and people will be like, but you bought it. I'm like, yeah. And it doesn't bother me that I paid. Add it to the like, list of other things that I've bought. I also don't buy $400 pairs of shoes. So there's a balance in my life. Okay. Or else I'd be forced right now. So well, I did realize know. talking about getting all therapeutic, uh, you know, my, my friend passed away, Bobby from the campaign. And, uh, we released some stuff on the shack feed. If anybody wants to know about that. Um, I, I bought way too much shit. <laughs> do that. That's not, Oh, Donnie. It's, oh. I didn't realize in like the next day or the day after. Cause it was just kind of like, one every other hour or so but like for 48 hours i was buying stuff i bought so much stuff this week i elaine I bought, I bought a custom controller i bought amiibos i got art prints i was just like buying happiness <laughs> just buying stuff <laughs> hey, that money can't buy happiness. i tried donnie tried let me tell you what donnie. you can buy a jet ski and that, that funny comedian there's a stand-up uh i think it's daniel tosh He's like, money can't buy happiness. Yeah. Buy a jet ski. You ever seen anybody unhappy on a I jet ski? I dare you. It's <laughs> a good point. I make that I made this joke to my kid the other day about chicken nuggets. So I guess our uh, levels of happy are very different. But I was like, she's like, you know, my money can't buy happiness. I'm like, but it buys chicken nuggets. That's Am I nuggets. mad when I chicken nuggets? And she's like, no, you're pretty happy when you have chicken I bought a nuggets. sweet <laughs> controller. Like, I'm excited what all I got. But it, like, it just did dawn on me. I was like, I'm just kind of acting out at this point <laughs> like, that's all that's really happening here. Yeah. you didn't like 
like I said, you didn't skin kittens in your backyard. That's it's true. your money. I'm not, you know, I mean, like, hey, if anything, a- life's short. If you really want that thing, fucking go get it. You don't know, I, like, how long, I, you know, like, go buy that thing you want. King of crap, I've said to my kids in the last year a lot, like, life is very short and you should enjoy it within the confines of not hurting others and hopefully being helpful and loving. But yeah, enjoy, enjoy don't go your life. homeless to buy 25 amiibo, but definitely if oh. you've got it, go get your amiibo. Makes you happy. Also, like, don't live your life for the expectations that other have other people have on you. That's like, because like tattoos are a really good example of that. Like my mom, like, is not like this. I do not care. Like, it's too bad. <laughs> like, oh, well, twenty bitches. Like, <laughs> this is where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna. I think that's gonna do it. We're gonna end on a therapy note because not fun, yourselves, kids. Fun way to end. It's a fitting way to end this week. I think it is. It's been a hard week. I think, you know, life short, be happy is a, is a kind of good. Buy stuff. It's a good message. All right. Other good messages. Let me give our on-air producers a shout out from the Patreon. We've got, <clears throat> have to clear the throat before these, Michael Masick, Barry Cathcart, Edwin Callow, Stephen Keller, Nick Creature, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham. Rob Emanuel, Nick Fallhaber, Paul Calicote, Kyle Heyman, Chris M., Kevin Tyus, Josh Borbone, R.J. Kern, and Grouchy Surge. Thanks, Kern, for folk. joining the Patreon this month. It means yeah, a lot, man. Too. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. We do appreciate that a lot. And we appreciate for everybody else who shares and likes and tweets at us and chats, sends us funny questions or enjoys our uh, Game Pass Gnome anecdotes. You guys bring me a lot. <laughs> That crap brings me so much joy. Keep tweeting at us. Uh, Donnie is Eat the Hype, and I am E.T. Dragon. I think that's going to do it, Donnie. I think we hit everything. Yeah, it's a long show. I didn't realize we've been talking for two hours, Elaine. There's no news. It'll be a short show. Yeah, we entertain ourselves. (laughs) Funny. We're funny to us. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, please play some video games and smile, y'all. Good night, folks. Bye. Bye.